They come from another time. A machine wrapped in flesh. A soldier from a distant war. Both after a woman who holds the key to the future. One wants to kill her. The other must protect her. I'm here to help you. You've been targeted for termination. The Terminator. Your future is in his hands. The Terminator. Rated R. The number one movie in the USA is now playing everywhere. They know its face. I'll be back. They know its mission. But there's one thing they don't know. This time, there are two. Terminator 2. Hasta la vista, baby. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Terminator 2. Judgment Day. Rated R. Starts Wednesday, July 3rd at a theater near you. This is how the world ends. Only he can stop it. I am a machine. Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Rated R starts Wednesday, July 2nd. Dum dum da dum. We're in for a hell of a time. And I brought with me a giant ass resistance. I'm your host, Sully. Returning is music connoisseur Mike Insing. Welcome to present. The- <laughs> present. <laughs> Current Hans Not Gruber Hansen from Comic Book Book Club. What's going on? Oh, it's we're bringing it around town here. William Bregnard from the one, the only future warfare blog. How are you? I'm doing all right. Glad that my boss said, you don't have to work late tonight. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not working you to death. Shahi and Ryan from Arnold Fans Radio. Welcome. Thank you. This is so fantastic. Yeah, we all got to practice our Arnold voices. Yeah. The radio news. Yes, I'm very happy to be here. The world. <laughs> you must draw, you know, what is the thing from Conan? What is best in life? The lamentation of the women. Yes. See them driven before you and hear the lamentation yes, of, of, the of the women. One of yes. the best Marvel comic movies ever. I've not played you before. <laughs> <laughs> Girly, I punch cables for a living. Um, <laughs> got the one, the only Johnny Boy Reed from 30 something podcast. I said the last time I was on was with you for the John Hughes show. And I, yeah, another John, famous John. We're I know. Now, and, and, now we're and talking I about the, uh, uh, is it just something about the movie Johns? Yeah, we got some John Connor adventures here that we're talking about. 
Oreo is joining us on the show. Welcome, sir. Welcome. Hi, I'm a cookie. I have a daughter that crumbles. Oh, okay. put that cookie down. Put that cookie down. <laughs> now. Got the voice now. Back, man. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Uh, I So, as usual, when we do kind of a franchise ranking, we kind of just examine what it meant in our actual lifestyle, how we got introduced to it, and then we slowly introduce a epic ranking on a five-star scale, and there are no wrong answers. You know, I it this is a franchise you can't expect to have a consistent take on because it's been out forever, but it's going to be interesting in terms of what are we loosened up on it over the years? What are we changed? You know, it's going to be even more just fun just because either way, it's kind of like the various Matrix or Die Hard type franchises where either way, regardless of which one you like, it pretty much cemented in your mind. It's awesome. <laughs> but why is it awesome? It's a whole different story. <laughs> is it just kind of, is it like the Godfather where you could technically watch it on a mindlessly violent level or are you actually watching it philosophically you know <laughs> closer <Yeah>. examination <laughs> only time will tell tomorrow from the network known for groundbreaking thrillers comes the most anticipated new series of the year one future it's the robots determined to annihilate the human race one hope i can't lead an army you don't know that one tough mother grab the guns I'll make pancakes. Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Viewer discretion advised. The two-night premiere event begins tomorrow at 8, 7 central on Fox. We let the newcomers uh, go first. Uh, Shahid, uh, when, when did you just uh, decide uh, to join the resistance? <laughs> <laughs> Very good question. So um, what really got me into loving uh, or being a huge Arnold fan or being... Uh, really enjoying the Terminator franchise. It's actually Terminator 2. So back in 1991, uh, <laughs> my dad took me to the theater. We saw it in the theater and I was just so amazed at just seeing, you know, I was like, wow, this guy is awesome. Like I never saw any other Terminator films, maybe a glimpse of it in the 80s. Like It's not uncommon. I will see a lot of people who the first one it was being lower budget, even though it was owned by the same company, it just wasn't widely available on every VHS. You know? Yeah. So that kind of kicked off the Arnold start. I'm like Terminator. I remember, you know, coming home from or going to school the next day, talking to my uh, uh, to my classmates, uh, anybody that has a relation. I remember meeting another person. And he was like, "Oh, I really love the movie Total Recall." So we, we so we were talking about Total uh, Recall, and then next thing you know, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna start checking out all the Arnold films." So like, would it be Commando or Conan the Barbarian or anything around that time that came out? Twins. Um, and, uh, and that's kind of like what started. And, and honestly, like, you know, if I were to rank all the Arnold movies, I would say Terminator 2 is my number one film. That's like what started everything. Because I remember also at the same time, Kenner, the Kenner line, they came out with the toys as well. So me and, um, and that <laughs> just kind of, and that, that just kind of like started everything. And actually, you know, um, I'm very fortunate to be part of the Arnold fans with Ryan, um, and I think um, probably it was probably like seven or eight years ago, I actually got to meet my idol, Arnold Schwarzenegger, at, yes, uh, at Columbus, Ohio, um, after, uh, after school All-Stars uh, charity event, but also it's the um, the Arnold Classic. So that's kind of like started with everything. And even to this day, it's it's so awesome that T2 is always brought into modern um 
modern times like i mean i like me and ryan we both own like the they brought out the t2 three-fourth scale arcade they re-released t2 in like different media formats 4k they've actually yeah special um, edition <laughs> like tons of special editions so and many. um <laughs> and i just remember like even like when they did the 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 last one they edited the you know peter kent he's the um the stunt double they, of arnold they pulled I a mean, godfather they edit out all the movie mistakes because you can tell they've read them and they're not amused they're like we're gonna remove all that stuff people have complained about for years <laughs> you know video games like I have nes game boy um and then just other terminator like terminator resistance for like playstation and a lot of other games have come out but, um, you know, I feel like, you know, I have a four-year-old son and, you know, he's already, he calls Arnold Arnold with a G at the end. Arnold. Arnold. So he'll like say like. Borg. Arnold <laughs> Borg. Arnold Borg. So he'll say like, um, like I've been teaching him, like, say, remember to say hasta la vista, baby, or I'll be back. So like, there's like all those little things. So, and my wife's a Stallone fan. So oh. just imagine the Stallone fan and a. And you already a, got a rival Arnold fan. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm making sure my son is going towards the right direction with being an Arnold fan. So sweet. So Ryan, uh, as one of the founders of Arnold fans, uh, radio, did you feel like you could commit to it? And was Terminator even your first Arnold's franchise you got into? Yes, it's uh Ter- Terminator. I'm my story is similar to Shahi's um in that I was a fan of Arnold before T2. Like I I couldn't watch, you know, like all of his movies cuz I was uh, <laughs> I was it was like middle school when when T2 came out for me. But um but I would catch, you know, glimpses here and there. I would I would see Arnold on, you know, with Hans and Franz on Saturday Night Live and <laughs> and would enjoy that. But then yeah, T2 came out and I was just so excited and um and yeah, I I went to the theater, um saw it like f- at least 5 or 6 times that summer of 91. <laughs> and uh, it just That's... yeah, it just cemented my arnold fandom you know right there and um and then my brother and i would like talk you know in the arnold voice to each other and and uh you know quoting all the time and so we would see (laughs) all his new movies and then it was in college i went to college and i kind of took it to the next level where you know this was kind of you know the internet's early days so i i started my own uh arnold fan web page and created a whole persona around arnold because i'm, yes, I'm known as the gillinator um so angel fire angel fire yes oh wow yes. it's either that or that <laughs> yes yes or there was there was some of that and then yeah yeah so bad. um actually for i forget what my first one was on but uh but yeah that i eventually got my own domain and did that and um and then I combined with uh, Randy Jennings, who's the president of the ArnoldFans.com, and yes. uh, we kind of merged together and and created. I got you, know, you too confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but we, uh, you know, so we we became the most powerful Arnold fan site on the internet. And how does it feel being a recurring voice on the internet? What 
Oh, being a uh, what? Yeah, it's 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 cool. I mean, it's cool to kind of be that you know, and a long standing. You're not just a fan; you're a mega fan, and people are right, like, "Oh, right. tell me more! <laughs> tell me your trivia." <laughs> to, to have yeah, to have that like uh, a monkey with the tambourine, ging, ging, ging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then to get uh, recognized by Arnold himself was the coolest thing. That's um, that is because nice. Arnold, uh, you know, he had his Schwarzenegger.com site. And then yes, he, they would bestow honors upon different uh, of the fan sites and the Arnold wow. fans and my own site actually got recognized both separately. Um, and uh, more than once, you know, we would be, we would come back as the fan site of the month, uh, you know, <laughs> a few times. <laughs> and, um, and then he eventually sent a, an autographed uh, photo uh, personalized oh. to me. So <laughs> So that was uh, that was pretty cool, and then um, and then I got to meet him in person. You know, like Shahi down at the Arnold Classic, um, and get a get a photo with him. And uh, and probably my biggest moment was actually getting a one on one interview with Arnold uh, during the Classic one year, um, where it was basically I think it was it was about ten minutes. I think. You know, it's not the best it, 10 minutes pretty quick, but yeah, it, it was like <laughs> yeah. amazing. Um, and uh, Arnold is just you know, he he focuses right on you when he's talking to you, and it's just the most yes. you know, crazy thing is like you know, <laughs> he's, he's... <laughs> so he really Lovely. you know, he draws you in and pays attention and you know, brings up things, and then you know, it's 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 just wild, but uh, but yeah, Arnold is just. You know the best, and the Terminator movies are the best, and uh, and like Shahi, T two is my my favorite. Um, so that that is my top one. Sweet, uh, no doubt. All right, wonderful, Professor Reed, school us on the eighties created franchise. Uh, what what does it hold a place in your heart? Yeah, I've I've shared on our show several times that there's a lot of movies I saw as a kid that I was way too young to see, and it was thanks to that one uncle that uh, <laughs> constantly made me think. <laughs> and uh, I, in fact, I want to say in the same weekend, I want to say everybody in our family, all the other adults, went out shopping somewhere, and all the cousins and kids were at my grandparents' house, and he stayed behind because he wanted to watch some movies and let everybody else go do the shopping. And I think that was the same day. We were introduced to Terminator 2, Predator, and I feel like there was one other one. And it, the, the kids in the house that watched those movies ranged from about four years old, and I think I was maybe about maybe 12 years old uh, at the time. So traumatized my younger sister, but I had a great time. <laughs> uh, that kind of started my whole love affair with with Terminator and, and Predator and just, just all of the 80s movies kind of in that same vein. And this kind of also for me... It, the first movie I saw, so I'll I'll kind of spoil my top ranking too, um, although they're very close and I have different reasons for each one, is Terminator 2 was the first one I saw. And like, I think a lot of times, like <laughs> other people have said, T2, you know, you may have seen that one first, so that one kind of holds a special place in your heart. I love Terminator, the original, um, you know, just for all the the horror aspects of it. and. Mm -hmm. And it's I get in the same debate with a couple of other buddies of mine over the alien movies. You know, they love aliens. Ah, because yes. The action mm -hmm. bit of it. I saw Alien first. And so, I mean, that's that's my favorite between the two. I still love Aliens. It's a great action sci-fi movie. But 
alien i lean a little bit more towards the horror sometimes so that's why this one's tough for me too because i look at one and two and i'm like i they're 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 different genres so i have a hard time pitting the two against each other but, right they both yeah. got sci-fi but one is again more terrifying one is more actiony so it's just like I mean, yeah. yeah yeah so i my my whole kind of history with the franchise is that was also, you know, as a kid, I just, when I saw T2, I was hooked. And that got me hooked on all the, the concept of time travel and alternate realities and, and all that different stuff. So I just started consuming everything I could find related to that. That was Wait. probably, T2 was the first movie novelization I ever read. Um, really? Never read a, a movie novelization before that. So read that. And then not long after that, we actually moved from the States over to England and the local comic shop that I had near where I lived in England, they the guy who owned the shop must have just loved everything Terminator. He was keeping Terminator comics, Terminator paraphernalia, everything just well stocked in that store. Nice. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I, I have a you know my my comic collection is about ten feet away over here, and there are a bunch <laughs> of comics in there. So I'm I, I have I have a, a a strong love for pretty much everything Terminator. Dynamite. Speaking of which, I think Dynamite Comics even <laughs> published a few. All right, so William, our number one cyberpunkaholic. We're just James Cameron's crafted cinema expo mean to you. Um, one of the things, I was born in the late 70s, and so I came into Terminator, quite honestly, by my dad not caring that we saw violent movies. He loved Arnold. I watched <laughs> I was playing D and D, so naturally, uh, you know, when it was considered satanic, right? So in '81, you're gonna uh, go to hell if you become a warlock or a dragon slayer. Oh, oh man, dragon slayer is a crazy movie. We gotta talk about that. Uh, uh, yes, Disney, that's a crazy movie. <laughs> um, you know, so um, I saw Terminator shortly when it came out on uh, VHS, and so for me. It was those future war scenes because I write future war stories, a blog about military science fiction. So oh, nice. Oh yeah. So if you've ever, you may have run across, if you've ever searched about the plasma rifles in Terminator, mm -hmm. I wrote. It took me nine months to write an article on it. Wow. Uh, so the original ones, we actually figured out the scope that's on top of Kyle Reese's rifle, and it was insane. It took us nine months to write it. Um, oh my god. Yeah. So enjoy that rabbit hole. Um, but for me, Terminator, the first one, because I was a fan between the two of them, and I loved Michael Bean is insane, uh, how good of an actor he is. You know, those future scenes are so Bleak. visceral and different yeah. than anything that, come up, that had come before. And it didn't matter that it was kind of clunky. There was something about and especially the music. The Terminator yeah. theme song is terrifying. Mm -hmm. And then Arnold when he comes out as this exoskeleton, which you couldn't have heard about, and he's wearing the gargoyle sunglasses, which my brother saved up from mowing lawns to buy. As we had some <laughs> copies of those. But so I got into Terminator. You know, Arnold for me was this massive star. And, you know, co you know every one of his movies I've seen, even Raw Deal. Um, yes. <laughs> you know, and so... It's so interesting, like, and so, for instance, I, I flash this on screen, but I'll take it out. These are my original Now comics. This is the very first one. Ooh, if, oh, Lord. These yeah. are the real. These are mine. Uh, I have all of them. I even have The Burning of Earth. If you've never read The Burned Earth That's by Alex Ross. Great. Probably the best comic. Alex Ross. 
Yeah, Alf Ross. So there's the. You can uh, read it in our wow. if you want. <laughs> it's a great one. Yeah, that's right over here. My room is not as awesome as the rest of yours. Um, <laughs> I wish I had an awesome room. I know, right? Uh, this is kind of my back bedroom. We're not seeing my wife's storage over here. But the thing, so for me, it was like seeing these movies. And you know, I was a kid of the Cold War. Nuclear war was going to happen. And we, you know, mm. to be. I saw the movie in the theater, the second one. But the first Terminator for me had the resonance, the power, the, you know, anything else? These plasma rifles are 45 range. Hey, Pamela, what you see? And he blows them away. And I was like, this movie was so visceral and had all these other actors and the Michael B in speech when he's being videotaped by the psychiatrist and he goes, mm -hmm. well, how do you time travel? He goes, I don't know. I didn't build a fucking thing. And it's like so, yeah. so astonishing how good all the roles are. And Arnold Schwarzenegger has such a presence that you'd seen other movies, but he barely <laughs> talks in this. And he's yeah. like pulling out his eye. I mean, it's just, it was astonishing how different this movie was and how it was going to be written off. And then Cameron gets Aliens, which I had seen because I got corrupted early, which is cool. <laughs> you see Predator, which is one of the most awesome movies ever made. Mm -hmm. um, according Deep. to some... And so then when Terminator 2 came out, I went to go see it in theaters, and then my 21st birthday was going to be very um, hot, apparently, because that was going to be my 21st birthday. That's yeah. <laughs> Three billion people died. I was like, son of a bitch, I'm never going to be able to drink. Sleep around. <laughs> <laughs> So the Terminator backstory and the future war has always been something I wanted to see. It's never, you know, I got never got to see it. I even wrote a book and to show what would Terminator 3 by, you know, be like if we had seen the Genesis. So I ended up writing a book, never saw the light of day. I can't, I will never get it out. But, you know, that Damn kind it, of let's crowdfund this book. Let's get right? it. <laughs> I'd read that. It's called Alpha and Omega, and that's it, it took me several years to write. But, you know, having these comics and seeing that future war, I never got to see. But then Terminator 2 comes out, and there's just that moment, the, the future war, it's that, that foot slams down that skull, and you're like, oh, it's on. And then <laughs> yeah. the plasma going around, and that I'm the theater. I was like, oh, my God. So I wasn't, I was still a virgin then. I don't think I was after. <laughs> that may have taken it, but that's <laughs> fine. But since, <laughs> um, have you read you James Cameron's Tech Noir book? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love that book. It's so good. You know who you're talking to, Oreo? <laughs> so one other thing about Arnold, um, Arnold's been deeply connected because I'm a kid of the 80s. I mean, I lifted weights. Um, I tried to work out. Yes, I tried to get bumped. And here's the thing. I have a special needs daughter and he does a lot with Special Olympics and he is clapped back at people that have done. He's a true humanitarian. I know um, I know he's done some things in his life that he's not proud of, but, you know, he currently especially is just a great human being like Keanu Reeves and has done a lot for people with special needs. And I cannot thank him enough for fighting for people those that have no voice because that's my adult daughter. I mean, Absolutely. honestly. So there you go. Man. That's a lot, but there you go. Oh, the, the that's how revolutionary it is in your life. That's freaking incredible. So, Mike, you've been again, you've been a big comedy and music consumer. Uh, but where did uh, Terminator come into your life in terms of sci-fi and horror movies? Driving. It was a T two was a summer movie, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yes. And I was DJing at the time, you know, community radio. I didn't did it for fun. Um, but I went and saw it and very, you know, again, that may be an Arnold fan. I was, I didn't take him serious up until that movie. I hadn't seen mm -hmm. T1 until later, you know, caught up to it. 
But I <laughs> remember uh, it was 91. There, remember you'd pay an arm and a leg for an answering machine at your house? I had one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and for about a week, <laughs> I had... <laughs> Yeah. I'd have on there, hello, I'm not here right now. I'm at Terminator 2. Please leave a message. You know, so, so I was oh, wow. so glad with that. And then I played that on the air <laughs> for a joke. And that was your equivalent of Beastmasters on. <laughs> so there was only I think I got too many complaints, I got rid of it. But anyway, what what do you what's going on? You know, I hadn't seen any of the other movies or series until you suggested <laughs> you on. I binged it <laughs> over the last two, three weeks um sorry question mark. but the t2 has such a such a sense of closure it's like a two-part yeah. great mm-hmm. novel and where do you go after that you know it's kind of like in a yeah. way and I, since i've seen everything else i i, I don't feel that way anymore but it's kind of like end game where where are we going to go now you know but watching the the rest of them they're, they're good enough to keep going and i don't know if they're, i don't know if they're planning to make more but so. nope no, that was the final one and they've Oh, dark to add to your point, they did finally release a DVD and Blu-ray pack of all six movies, which was so unheard of. I was like, there's never going to be a multi-pack oh. of that. It's owned by Lionsgate, okay. MGM, and Sony right. and Warner Brothers, and Paramount. I'm like, whoop, correct me if I'm wrong. I just saw it the other day there at Walmart. <laughs> I work I work part-time in a library, so it was a big help. I And we yeah. have a, a Hoopla app, which I was able You're to... You're the one who gets all those that. PBS programs yeah. when no one picks them up and they got to <laughs> throw them out so to speak you're like i'll throw them into my car i've <laughs> <laughs> been so. doing that with some swedish dramas lately anyway that's great um but yeah i was telling you too cameron that 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 second movie has such an emotional different cameron. yeah yeah it's got a great ending so totally all, all right. right hans hans oh Hans-Ukita. man yeah <laughs> well you mentioned I'm the comic book yeah. show how are you doing hans yeah, I also do Action Movie Book Club, which is all about action movies. Yes, so, we love them. So, well, yeah, the, that's one. I mean, that's my favorite genre. Where do um, these movies rank? Well, on the action what stuff? got me into Arnold was Commando. Nice. I love Commando. I <laughs> stand by that that's the greatest action movie of all time. It's not we my favorite, but it's just perfect. It's got the one liner, it's got everything. It's body. I did notice that Cam, your last name is Sully, and Sully is a character in Commando. Yes, Sully, Sully. remember I told you I called you Robin Till He Lies. I lied. <laughs> he lied. He lied. I would love to be killed by Arnold. That would. <laughs> it's either that or Dolph Lundgren. Please kill me on screen. I would be. Kill me. I'm here. You don't have to credit me as stunts. I just want you to punch my face in and you add CGI gore after the fact. Just something awesome. Just something. <laughs> So no, wonderful. Uh, Oreo, uh, what what is it about uh, cyborgs going back in time to assassinate people that's very cinematic? Oh man, <laughs> it's what makes it so fascinating is that you get to see what happens in the future, and then you go back to the past and you're retracing the steps of how it all came to be. And with ter- my introduction to Terminator was the first film, and then I watched T two. And T two is always mm-hmm. going to be the test of time film because one, it's the quintessential summer blockbuster. Right. It yep. set records for a lot of things. It also set the precedent and milestone touchstone for future blockbusters to try to. Uh, 
hit that accolade for. Yes. And it's, oh, it's one of James Cameron's best films. Because when you look at Cameron's career, he doesn't, he didn't get sucked into doing other franchises. He stuck mm-hmm. with what he knew best. And I love that when I was reading Tech Noir and how his career is so small and yet it's so big because he's, he brought together so many different actors for different films. He spent decades bringing other masterpieces to life. And mm-hmm. Terminator, like, he's not afraid to go outside of the box. That's what really sets him apart from everybody else. Everybody else stays in the box. He goes outside the box. I love that. In Terminator itself, you really get a whole new perspective of how, you know, technology is great and everything, but it can also turn against you in the blink mm-hmm. of an eye. And it's all about, you know, you can have somebody who, you have Dyson, who's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. Because, you know, I'm trying to help technology get far ahead in time. And so we can be more helpful and not have to rely on each other as much. And then it turns into a complete clusterfuck because it becomes self-aware and realizes that, yeah, humans are really bad people. I mean, literally, you could say War Games is a prequel to Terminator. Yes, you could. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you really could say that. You could really look at it and you could even ask James Cameron if that was, you know, an inspiration for it. And he would probably say, yeah, maybe. But you never really know. No. But it really does feel like that sometimes. <laughs> and as for my favorite Terminator, I like Salvation, the director's cut more. But I love T2, but I like Salvation more because it's a lot deeper. Oh, that's the the fun part of it. We're, we're going to get into all these movies and even the ones we don't like, we're going to at least like maybe some element of it, you know. Yeah, and the comic crossovers. Oh, they're even more fun. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you, uh, that's pretty much where I come in here. I mean, I'm pretty much on most of you guys the same boat wagon. I, I was always, you know, from the age of nine, just individual storytelling. So I had already mm-hmm. seen all the Star Wars, Star Treks, uh, you know, uh, especially by age 13 and i just always wanted to see these movies that critically acclaimed or you know beridden i wanted to see why they captivated audiences any way i could my blockbuster sucked so i had to <laughs> really search out for it and more importantly you know i if anything this franchise you know commonly they would show them on the first two on USA Network all the time, so I got caught mm-hmm. up instantly after wanting to see them for a while. But more importantly, seeing those in Jurassic Park not only made me just more open to movies that kind of like before Tarantino was doing it, where you mix different genres together: action, adventure, terror, sci-fi, and yep. uh, you know other kinds of mystery kind of to it at, in a way. But mainly, it made me a Stan Winston fan for life yeah so like i was already uh, trying to watch other movies that industrial light and magic and spielberg had worked on or even produced. and jim henson too jim henson saying yeah absolutely it's like even if he worked on it for a day i wanted to just get inside puppeteering yes uh, and i was a mystery science theater viewer so i was also open to half the time these movies were going to be just absolute piles of you know wank <laughs> but you were still going to be blown wank. away by hey you know 
it's worth it just that once just because of that you know the money mm-hmm. shot the, those effects were captivating they just need a better narrative to support and but i mean stan winston you know freaking friday the 13th part three you know monster squad predator you know mm-hmm. leviathan ghost in the darkness oh. aliens yeah. you know it's just and but this in jurassic park uh, i think are probably his best work because he again you know i mean there's a wonderful thing on disney talking about ilm that everyone should watch and yeah, to see him is. work with the stop motion guy phil tippett and then you know try and make his practical puppetry effects match industrial light and magic cgi morphing you know is like i, I still it blows my mind it's like why were they not able to replicate that same amount of work on future installments? What mm-hmm. what changed? <laughs> time. Well, I would say times changed, and then the you amount of time. The <laughs> yeah, for especially, yeah, especially the amount of time that went by because you know T two ends in ninety one, and then the next sequel comes out in what two thousand three. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. So yeah, that's a long time, and you know by then Arnold has shrunk down his roles from you know being like oh i'm the terminator then to more family oriented stuff so he's still buff but he's not as actiony as he used to be yeah so so he's cut back a lot and he's gotten older too i've mean you talked about that with uh, i think stallone and a couple other action Mm -hmm. stars as well and how age has really hit them i mean i feel bad for bruce willis like he can't do shit now Mm-hmm. Yeah, and deserved a way better just you know no. send off instead of oh he doesn't care oh it's not that he doesn't care it's that he doesn't know where he is oh they're taking well, advantage of him I did like him in surrogate so that was a good flick yeah even by yeah. the T free director but he in retirement I was devastated you know I would yeah. I would constantly read the Wall Street Journal and look at business and movie news Entertainment Weekly and yeah. my father knew you know he wasn't an Arnold guy he respected Terminator but he wasn't really into it he was more of a Jason Bourne diehard kind of guy uh, <laughs> a thinking man's kind of action movies and yeah. my my mother was a big Arnold fan she was like hey we're gonna watch Kindergarten Cop we can watch Jingle All the Way <laughs> and then we'll watch you know some of the more serious ones like Red Heat or yeah, Total Recall on TV as long as it's modified a bit and now no real difference it's just a little less intense but it's uh and my siblings kind of slowly followed my lead but for the most part they mainly just saw me watching these movies <laughs> growing up you and, nerd yeah freaking nerd <laughs> let's go play with our lightsabers you go uh, add this you know half cyborg makeup to your face uh, but yeah Winston passed away in 08 from cancer yeah. and I was devastated I'm like see but that man he was a lovely individual and he personified his creatures instead of just mm-hmm. making it be a knockoff of universal you know creature features you know <laughs> yeah. and i i that's where i was just like yeah i don't think effects are going to get much better <laughs> yeah because that it's it's then that's 2003 and it's literally the golden age of cgi so now everything is more computer-based versus practical even though there are some that are still practical there's more cgi push to it and it's really difficult because you want more practicality and at least see them be in the same room instead of looking like they're talking to a teleprompter you know (laughs) yeah for real like i remember when um the princess and the frog came out everybody was like oh wow disney's Mm. back to t2 
2D animation again. Hooray! And then the next film was CGI shit. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I was like, finally, they brought back the Renaissance era. And then they go back to the fucking computer. <laughs> like, God damn it. Uh, absolutely. I- I'm with you all. Like, yeah, we- we've seen all the stories. How... Cyberdyne was even in an original draft of the alien script, but omitted for copyright, you know, reasons. Uh, and uh, the comics are just so illustrative, no pun intended. Uh-huh. And Brad Fidel's score is definitely very creepy at night. But and like you guys say, you, it's it's such a big franchise. There's always kind of something we do that's individually linked to it once in a while. And you want to talk GeoCities? Yeah. I did read the RoboCop versus the Terminator comic. The uh, well, draft, yeah, and thing. That one of those might be on my list. <laughs> one of the darkest arcs I've ever read in a crossover. It would be good as a film, but they would totally fuck it up. Oh, totally. <laughs> it was a perfect example of, I, I just read it and was like, see, I want this to be a movie, but I'm just glad it had its moment in the sun. Comics based yeah. on movies or video games, even for that matter, don't have to be yeah. bad. But it would just I mean, open up my mind. It was a video game. <laughs> It was a video game, but it just yeah. blew my mind how when we saw all these other tie-in licenses, it was just like when you would buy a soundtrack to a movie and you're like, skip, yeah. you know, tracks <laughs> five through ten. <laughs> <laughs> and also you ha- had the um, Terminator and Robocop introduce in Mortal Kombat 11 as well. And that was actually, my dude, yes. Yeah. That was cool shit. <clears throat> and then now they're actually coming out with the new RoboCop video game that's like a first-person shooter. It's actually the yeah. same Direct uh, company that did Terminator. Uh, the Peter same Weller's thing. voice in it. Yeah. Yep, Peter yeah. Weller. And also it's the oh, same nice. company that did the Terminator Resistance game too. So oh. it's like that feel of it. So it's going to be... They keep on pushing it back. So it's like, I think it's a November release, but I mean, you're right about the Robocop versus Terminator. Like the the SNES game and Genesis game was awesome. Actually, matter of fact, even yeah. the soundtrack was awesome. And um, and I actually have a NECA figure. It's like Robocop versus Terminator as well yeah. on my wall. So yeah, same. Um, I have a those McFarland toys, man. <laughs> you just you gotta <laughs> get them. And how you can yes. even customize the Arnold face. You can put the one with the glasses on versus the ones with the half cyborg. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, in watching these, binging these cats going nuts here. Um, <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of three Get things. Get me out. <laughs> yeah. They'll be okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very primal thing going on in these. Uh, Terminator films. It's when you were a little kid. I had monster dreams that would they chase you. Mm-hmm. Oh, lovely! And, but inevitably, I would befriend them, and we'd be <laughs> cool. And that that's a that goes on all the time. They, there's the you know they got the good robot, the good Terminators, and the bad ones. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it, it's very primal and basic like that. And also the Fugitive, the TV show. Yes. In the movie, you got the cop chasing him, and I think he's him. innocent, but I must still bring him in because I'm a yeah. I don't care. Way. There's a lot of that going on. I don't, I don't care. care. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine Hall Tommy Lee Jones and Iron version of TV show did that too? Linda, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and the third thing was, um, I know the movie was hor- flopped and everything, but the decent nineteen, I think it was 1961, the Flash comic, the Flash of Two Worlds, it introduced the whole alternate timeline thing to pop oh, culture writing now, i don't know Skynet i'm is. sure it was out before but that kind of really 
was a great example of it. Uh, just, when, uh, when you have the Golden Age Flash and the 60s Flash. Kind of like when everyone started the rumor, oh, this ripped off Harlan Ellison's episode of The Outer yeah. Limits, and it's like he didn't even watch that show. So yeah. <laughs> everything derives from something else, but yeah. Yes, I, ne- they, I never they, got they definitely that. refined all three of those things, you know. Again, there's a very primal thing that Monster Cyberpunk Chase, itself. It goes back know? to horror movies, you know. <laughs> Yeah, well, you talk about you talk about primal stuff, and uh, one of the things about these movies, and one of the things that I I love about all of these, is that you got like the the stakes are very personal. Urgency. Yeah. It's a yep. it's a it's a pregnant mother, or it's a mother protecting her son, or it's depending on the movie, somebody they're trying and to. They're not victims. The they're all right? a and, collective. And they... It's very it's very personal. It's very you know street level kind of stuff, but then lurking in the background is. If that pregnant mother dies, or if that boy dies, or oh, whatever, humanity's over. Like, I mean, yeah. so not only have you got the very personal stakes, but like that lurking, creeping feeling in the back that just is anxiety inducing is, oh God, if any of these people die, we're kind of all done for. It's and a cinematic video game. Level, 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 big yeah. boss, <laughs> showdown. <laughs> and I would kind of get that way when even doing just any kind of video game where you got to protect a witness or something. And of course, somehow sloppy AI would shoot it in the background. You're like, what? Didn't even touch him. <laughs> That's That's missions cool. always suck. Yeah. The yeah. Worst. Well, it's no like worries. the stormtroopers in Star Wars. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's stormtrooper yeah. logic mixed in with Leroy Jenkins type AI. And you're just like, <laughs> nope, nope, no. There is one thing. Code activate. activate. <laughs> The Sarah Connor Chronicles, the TV show, but there's, I hate this technique that they use a lot. I call it the best defense writing technique. Or Eddie Murphy movie, where they do flashbacks and go back and, you know, and what you wind up with is a bunch of fragments of storyline. And you always got to keep track of where we are now, you know, and it gets overused <laughs> a lot. I and like that. that a couple times, yeah. not that much in the series, but in best defense, that's a, the, the, they keep showing the, how they develop the tank and at the end the tank works you know it's just it's that idea you know six I mean, months, yeah. or two hours before you know two hours you know or yeah, yeah. i get a little tired <laughs> of that arrow did it right. a lot the first season yeah. or throughout i mean and, yeah that can get distracting after a while yeah but and it can be done you... well but it's hard to pull off yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. when you if you watch it the first time, you're like, oh, this is so fucking distracting. I can't think straight. And then you sound like Christian Bell there. It's fucking uh, distracting. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you about my favorite band. They have a great album out too. <laughs> but like you get it's distracting the first time, but then when you rewatch it after a while, you're like, wow, this is really good detailing. And they're showing yeah. you point A to point E and then the blanks in between it's a lot to absorb on first viewing yeah and again i binge watch so if i go back and watch i'll probably enjoy more so about that said and done it's time to lock and load and rank (laughs) we are outnumbered by machines if you're listening to this you are the resistance you have no idea how important you are Join us. This war ends tonight. This is John Connor. Terminator.
Your Salvation. Rated PG-13 in theaters May 21st. Evening. Please lock your weapon. Expect a big ping, brother. The whole body's a weapon. Sorry. When they start to kill me, run. What the fuck is that? I don't know. My name is Sarah Connor. I hunt Terminators. He's the most lethal Terminator ever created. I'm going to help you protect the girl. So you're Carl? That's what everyone calls me, yes. I'm never gonna fucking call you Carl. We don't win this one. It's all over. They're all trash. I like Demolition Man. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> right. I liked it better when it was called Escape from New York or Mad Max. Yeah, this fucking yeah. Who made this movie? I thought he um, said I like Best Defense. <laughs> in your defense uh no it's all good it is eddie murphy to be fair i'll take mediocre eddie murphy over no eddie murphy at all i guess um exactly. eddie murphy is the terminator <laughs> better than the oj casting oj right? yeah. yeah it's so complex the whole making of this animal yeah. this beast this robot creature his so very long. last his very last line in the last movie was just wow it it was a big it was a great finish for him. Emotional. Yeah, very, very emotional. It was uh, it wasn't a stinker, but it was a sinker. <laughs> okay, uh, too soon. I know. Oh, you didn't you didn't like you didn't like six? No, I did. I'm just saying yeah. all robot lives matter. I'm gonna oh. try to kill you. <laughs> I always you thought it was right? and the biggest thing with Terminator is that you have to thank Isaac Asmael for this too. Absolutely. Yeah. Cyborg branch out. Yeah. Sorry, William, you were okay. saying something. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that's really interesting about Terminator, if you look at the universe, because with the Terminator, that series was developed as an infiltrator to go in to the underground human communities and to seek them out and destroy them or gain intelligence. Arnold, like if you look at the his friend, the actor that played the Terminator that went in and destroyed the encampment that Kyle Reese was in. Frank of Columbo. Yes. yes. I tried to interview him for the gun he carried because we were trying to nail down what it was and, and then he died shortly after. No correlation, just saying. But when he was uh with Perry, when uh when Reese was under Perry, um and that that, that thing gets wiped out, which in the novelization is much cooler. Um you're talking about the novelizations, because that scene in Terminator 2 that was cut was in the novelization, which is super cool. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, there's a scene where they were going to discover uh, Arnold and bring him in, and then they later did that in another movie, but the, the some of the some of the storyboards that's there. Now, the novelizations are worth reading if you're interested in the feature story. The love feature to. Awesome. Yeah. Infiltrator was actually the name of the fan film of yes. we did back in it the It was filmed here. 
because in Dallas, right? It was military yeah. in Dallas. I was part yeah. of it. You were? Yes. Ah. Small world. Oh, that's awesome. I just linked it to you guys in the comments if you go. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I talked about that on uh, Future War Stories. But the, if I couldn't entertain. But it's so interesting that Arnold was supposed to be an infiltrator unit. He walks into, you know, these people living off rats, and you're like, hey, bro, you get a lot of protein somewhere. Who are you eating? And that's the weird thing. But Columbo walks in, he, and he's pretty short for, you know, you know, he's pretty short for a stormtrooper and a terminator. But I think that looks more believable. And that's what they thought about Michael Bean. They thought about Lance Henderson. But then Arnold has such a presence, right? Yeah. Well, I always Interesting is an infiltration unit in the future's war where they're trying to basically eat garbage. What did Cameron say? We eat garbage for dinner, garbage mm -hmm. for breakfast in uh, the Sarah Connor Chronicle. Yeah, well, Arnold had – he had an interview with – when he was sitting down with uh, Cameron and talking about Reese, he, Arnold was talking about in, in his previous interviews, and actually it's going to be in his book too, is that um, he talked about exactly how the Terminator should look, act – like when shooting a gun, don't be blinking in the eyes, um, the movements, everything like that. And while before while Robert Arnold, Patrick came on and did a similar thing, objective. And, <laughs> well, Jim, well, Jim Cameron was like, "Hey, Ar Arnold, won't you, uh, won't you be the Terminator? You know the Terminator, you know more than anybody else." And he had to think about it because he again, like what Ryan was saying, he originally wanted to be Kyrie's, be the good guy, and everything like that. And just, right. just imagine he was worried about Arnold, getting typecast as a villain or something like that. And so, so just imagine if Arnold wasn't like we're starting going starting from Terminator One. Imagine. If Arnold wasn't the Terminator. How would the franchise continue without Arnold being a Terminator from the beginning? Wow, kind of a, no one's really thought about that. All right. So, Shahid, we're going to let you rock it with your rankings. Okay. So, my number one, obviously, you guys, you guys are seeing it on my shirt right here. That's uh, dun, dun, Terminator dun, 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 dun. 2. Dun, 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 dun. Five out of five. Yeah. So, Terminator 2 is my number one um, film. Again, just based upon. Like what y'all uh, touched base about, uh, it was like kind of like the beginning of the Arnold fandom, but also like the storyline, the 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 graphics were ahead of its time. The explosions, the shootouts, the acting. You know, my favorite part in Terminator Two is the Cyberdyne showdown, like on the rooftop. And you know, obviously at the very end, um, you know, I was that kid in the movie theater crying when you know he had to lower himself into the steel, liquid the steel. So. Um, but yeah, it just, that just something that it stuck with me and actually you never get bored of the movie. doesn't matter no. what it is. I mean, like, I mean, we're in 2023. So you imagine yeah. how many years it's been. So like, I just pop it in, um, you know, even if, I'm, if it's on TV, like I'll stop what I'm doing and watch it on TV. Like, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, so, you know, five stars for Terminator 2. Terminator 1 would be my second pick. That was an introduction to the Terminator film, but also it's two different films. Like, you guys nailed it. It's it's a horror film, but also you see an evil Terminator or a bad Terminator, and the storyline is great. I mean, Arnold's a badass in the first T2, but or T2, but in the, in the first Terminator, you have a bad Terminator, and I think what's missed from the following sequels is they really wanted that badass you know you know fuck you asshole you know like things like that <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? and just like going there and like i mean the police shootout in t1 that was my favorite part of the film oh, too you know yeah. the beginning, like, i'll be back and then just doing a shootout and everything and the music obviously you know that hor horrific movie it's like like <laughs> and then my third choice so we have you know to compare we have terminator 3 we have terminator salvation you have genesis and Dark Fate. I mean, those are a really tough sell because, A, like, I'm an Arnold fan, so Arnold only had a small 
he was a CGI generated in Salvation, but I love the storyline of of Salvation. Like especially everybody wanted the the futuristic scenes and you know have a you know post war versus like you know in the in the current times. And I think what that's what the fans were doing, but. The third film would not be that for me. It would actually, it's kind of a toss-up. I really like, I mean, I like the third one. That would probably be the third, my third choice. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's hard to say because T2 had its own visual effects, like the the blue skew, everything throughout the whole film. And then when T3 came in, it was good to see Arnold back on the screen. But it not being a Cameron film, it had a total different feel to the other two films. But yeah. um, and also it didn't like you know they replaced John Connor, so you don't have um Edward Furlong. You have I uh, forgot the other. You know it was kind Nick of like Stahl. a yeah Nick Stahl. Thank yeah. you. So yeah. it was kind of like a continuation. Like you're like saying okay, you get to see Arnold back in you know in 2003. The thing I liked about T3 was there was not like during the trailers there was not a lot of spoilers. Like yes. um com- 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 compared to like Genesis, very mysterious. Um, <laughs> Like Genesis, like oh, like you know, John Connor's, uh, you know, turn into a you're gonna you know, die. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so T three would be my third choice. My fourth choice will probably be probably D- be Dark Fate. Fifth, Terminator Genesis, and the last one would be Salvation. Now, this excludes um, when they're going more CGI and all this other stuff. You know, that that action and using the puppeteering and all that stuff. And um, there, and Stan Winston's um, you know, create create creations. It's you know, fantastic. And All right, let's down. see. <laughs> no. Do it now. See. Do it now. Terminator. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll just I'll I'll do mine just chronological and say kind of what I think of each one. I guess I'll do a little different. So yeah, so the ter- first one, Terminator, is is classic, no doubt. Yeah. It uh, you know, it started the whole thing. And created this world that we just were enthralled by from the start. It just drew you in. Like you wanted to know what was going on here. And, you know, and the, yeah, the, with the, you know, the Terminators, you know, he, he's just pursuing them just relentlessly. And um, he will not stop ever until you are <laughs> dead. Oh, um, so yeah, yeah, so much good stuff in there, and uh, and the the darkness, the grittiness, um, uh, and you know Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor is just does an amazing job at at starting out this just innocent the the best scene that uh, that they they use her in is is she is the one where they're removing the chip the the you know the one that's in the special edition the read only of t2 and and i love that they eyes make only it, on the it, blue day. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah the um yeah i love that they 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 use the mirror in that scene but it's not really a mirror they it's a duplicate set on the other side and the way they did that shot is Damn just it. incredible that's where arnold got his so Michael Jackson stole from Arnold. What? He was looking at the man in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna go back in time and save it. You're funny guy, Sully. I like that. <laughs> 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 there is actually a recurring mystery science theater gag where they do that, where there's like, I like you, that's why I'm gonna kill you last. And you can oh, nice. always tell it's a variation of various tough guy lines. <laughs> But, but not gonna anyway, back oh, to shit. yeah, T one. Um, 
so yeah that that was you know that you know it's scary it's 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 got the action uh it's got you know michael bean being in, incredible and just believable as this you know war-torn guy that is just out of his element and just you know trying to do his best to protect sarah and the whole love story between them is is great it just sets the bar right there so i i give terminator one um probably four stars out of five maybe four and a half because it is is really really good and then t2 as i said before is my my all-time favorite and uh yeah, not just fa- just favorite Arnold movie, but favorite movie of anything. Man, um, I will I will watch that on you know any time, <laughs> and I I will I will fight to say it is you know it, it is deserving as to be respected as not just a great action movie, but a a a, a movie. Uh, just the filmmaking involved in in how you know Cameron keeps the. He keeps the pace going um, and the action, but he, he intersperses, you know, the action with the, some down moments, you know, when they're in the desert and whatnot. And there's always a, a little bit to catch your breath before you go on the next roller coaster ride, you know. And so the, the pacing is just incredible. Like you're never mm-hmm. like you're never bored. You're never wondering, oh, when is this going to wrap up or whatever? It's just just from the start and and the way he leads one scene into the next i think that's it, it it's always like the perfect kind of cut between things uh, that's because his movies are so tight yeah no. yeah because he he draws like you know going going from um you know one one thing uh and and it leads right into the next um you know the the terminator like he, he, when robert patrick pulls up um um or i'm thinking of the i think it's in in the first one where the car pulls up and it crushes the little toy truck um and that's the toy truck oh sorry mr hot wheels and everything <laughs> um yeah my box but um, but there's all these little things and and hints and there's a whole crushing motif in the Terminator movies that I have always caught on to. It's like you know the foot crushing the skull at the you know the beginning of T two, and uh, yeah, the little toys getting crushed and and of course in first Terminator he gets crushed in a hydraulic press at the end and yeah, um, yeah there's all these things. Um, so it yeah, came first PlayStation. <laughs> it just amped up everything from the first movie and made it just more epic, you know, more better looking, but um but he kept the the heart of what the first one started, which was, you know, the 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 characters that you care about and and Sarah getting transformed into this hardened kind of soldier and um and then and then yeah, John being the more innocent one in this one who gets um who has to to cope with you know everything he was told thought he was a lie is now he realizes it's true and now you know he's got his own terminator which is is cool and <laughs> and and the the humor doesn't go too far though you know as yeah. some of the later movies they 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 go a little too much with the humor 
and it doesn't always oh, come on you, know, you can doesn't do it always land i know you can do it <laughs> but uh but really everything just comes together perfectly in in t2 um and leaves you satisfied at the end and it doesn't you know it doesn't feel like any more is needed after that you know but uh but you you kind of wonder oh yeah what what would come next for for John and everything so um so yeah so T two five stars for sure um, T three uh, I was you know super excited about T three uh, when it was coming out because it had been you know a long time since T two and uh you know all the rumors about what you know what how, what was it going to be like were they getting everyone and um but uh and i got to go out to la for the premiere of t3 wow which Ooh. was really incredible um at that time i was i i was um uh, i wasn't joined with randy with the arnold fans yet but he was like you know, kind of recruiting me for things. So he, he had me come out and, and I, I helped him out on the red carpet. Um, Don't be ridiculous. Um, which was amazing because the red carpet for that, um, they brought uh, an actual functioning T1. Um, Whoa. Uh, you know, the tank style type machine that is uh, moving around and walking down the carpet. That's creepy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it was wild. Um, it's up in there. <laughs> so t3 i loved it yeah it was kind of a retread of t2 in some ways and they were trying to like you know take it to the next step you know the whole tx terminator thing you know it's a little different spin um the fact that she was kind of liquid on top of a regular terminator body and could do some some unique things there uh, Stana loken she was she was pretty good i thought in the role would you say and it's underrated? I would say by most, yeah. It's, it's Fine, like, give it more love. <laughs> people don't people don't give it a lot of credit because you know it wasn't it what just it couldn't live up to the first two movies. It was just impossible. Oh, yeah. um, That's true. So, but it did take some really you know interesting choices, especially the ending, which is one of the yeah. bleakest endings. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I love that ending. So good. yeah, that wild shit. Where they decide no, the the mission was not to prevent Judgment Day anymore. It was going to happen. <laughs> they <almost laughs> needed to be protected and, and safe. Oh well, now what? <laughs> so. I guess we're going to funk at the bunker for a while. I'd pay to see that movie. <laughs> I just became Light Night Skinamax. Um, yeah. Okay, lovely. So. Uh, how would you rate the other ones? But T3, so yeah, T3, I, I still give it like uh, a good you know, four stars. I, I really enjoy that one. So Salvation then came out and, you know, of course, you know, it was disappointing that Arnold couldn't really be in it. That was when he was, you know, governor um, or when he was running for governor, at least, and couldn't do it. It was cool that they tried to do the, the you know, they go to the future war part, but then it didn't fully deliver on that. What most people wanted, like these epic battles and everything that you know, was, was hinted at in the first two movies. But it had some great, you know, some great, a couple good set pieces, some, uh, some, some interesting ideas. And Sam Worthington, you know, he did a pretty good job in that role. Mm -hmm. um, I remember people bashed Christian Bale for being John Connor. I'm like, dude, who yeah. fucking cares? Like, it was, yeah, he you was... could switch the roles and it would still be amazing. 
Oh yeah. Well, he yeah. was played by so many actors though too. You know. Yeah. Look at that. Right. Why not, why not right. get Christian in there? Yeah. Yeah, he was fine. I don't know. I, so I give that one a three, probably. That's one of my lower rankings. Um, and um, but I haven't. It's been a while since I've watched it. I probably should should pop that in again. Director's cut. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like the director's cut. Um, some of the things I, I remember, the endings they wanted to do with that sounded really cool. That oh yeah, uh, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Terminator Genesis, um, you know, of course, I'm excited as hell because Arnold's back, you know, he's, he's, you know, back in the Terminator. And uh, while there are lots of problems with it, I, you know, I don't think it's, it's horrible. I think it's, you know, that, that they do, um, uh, I, I, I like them going back and revisiting, you know, T one in that and the, those yeah. opening scenes again. That was kind of cool. Making a PG thirteen killed it. That's what it PG, was. Yeah, PG thirteen. Yeah. That as soon as I heard that's what they were going, I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> it's just not right. But yeah, that hurt it. The actor they got for Kyle Reese was just the wrong choice. So yeah, so I'd give Genesis a three as well. Yeah, and then we got Dark Fate, and of course that you know the big thing with that was Linda Hamilton uh, came right. back, which got everyone excited, and uh, and James Cameron was more involved than supervisor yeah. the other two you know that had come out. So, you know, so there was, you know, a lot of anticipation there and they, you know, they, they made a big deal about how, yeah, we're throwing all these others out where it's a true sequel to T2, just erasing all of the, you know, what they had worked for to protect him in T2. And now, oh, he just got killed anyway. That's the first beginning of the film. Yeah. Um, like, well, so, no more war. <laughs> yeah so We're that's good. disappointing but and then it maybe out. it would have been cool if they had really gone with something different but then it just felt like still a retread like yeah it wasn't mm -hmm. called yeah. skynet it was legion or whatever but it's the yeah. same idea it's the same thing they're <laughs> yeah. still sending machines back to mm -hmm. kill you know now this girl is going to be the leader or whatever instead of john yeah. so it's really not that different <laughs> true <laughs> um so <laughs> Yeah, they just had some, you know, some some cool action set pieces in that and and the new particle type, you know, terminator guy. Um that that had some cool things, but but I don't know, but yeah, with the over-reliance on CG as you kept going on these, you didn't feel like, you know, there was danger. You didn't feel the presence of the terminators coming after them the Fair same enough. way as in the first two. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, so it just didn't feel like oh, it's just some you know fancy CG stuff. Um, the people they're just jumping around and flying around like crazy, you know. It, even though there's they're supposed to have weight to them, you know these terminators. Yep. But yeah, so there were some problems I, I there. Five thousand pounds. <laughs> molecules. Um, yeah. yeah. The last but, time they mentioned weight was T three. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. When they tried to lift the guy that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is <laughs> yeah. 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 Um but uh yeah, so Dark Fate, you know, I I it still enjoyed it. I enjoyed Arnold's part in that. I thought was was really interesting. Um yeah, in that he became you know more of a you know, he developed his humanity more 
in in you know after he didn't have a mission anymore and he just stuck around so i thought those Still ideas around. were cool he was, he was selling the blinds right the draperies <laughs> calls draperies draperies <laughs> yes the gully man rip those off <laughs> yeah yeah my ranking for that is is a four four out of five so and i don't know it sounds like i I was trashing it more than that but i, I don't know I, that's all right. I, I go back and forth when it's I rewatch. It's fine to these. dissect these before you get to the cookies at the end of the tunnel. So, yeah, right. You put that cookie down now. Um. <laughs> now, come on. Now, come on. <laughs> He's got a turbo man. <laughs> He's got two. <laughs> two of you and two of me. Someone I in there eating if Arnold my Arnold is going to hear these. Oh yeah, he oh. won't like this. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, of course, John Connor Reed. It's time for your ranking. Will you rank it? I eat cream blades for breakfast, and right now, oh. as I mentioned before, I, I would start off with Terminator Two. Um, I, I'd give that one five out of five stars. It was the first one I was introduced to. It's, it's always going to be uh, it's always going to be top spot for me. Terminator Two, first one I was introduced to. The the music is awesome. The you know the use of CGI sparingly done is awesome. You know I, I still will always love good CGI used sparingly. Um, you know. Then Terminator is also five stars for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat and have those be both tied for number one because I love that as the horror movie that it is. It was easier for me to watch Terminator Two when I moved over to England. It was easier to watch Terminator Two because over in England, I mean here they're both rated R. Over in England, Terminator was rated 18 because you you see you know a little bit more of Lyndall Hamilton uh, than you do in Terminator Two. Who's complaining? And so, <laughs> and so that one in England is rated 18, whereas Terminator Two was rated 15, and I was just just close enough to 15 when I lived over there that, you know, we could rent the movie. We could, you know, if it came back out in theaters for something, we could go see it. So I was able to see Terminator 2 a whole lot more. Did they when cut I out the headbutt or knife play? Right. <laughs> when I finally saw Terminator, I was like, Oh my god, this is awesome. Like this but I mean, this is it's you know, Terminator dark and gritty, and it just it was such a great horror movie. And so that's those two. I have a hard time ranking those two because they're both gonna be number one for me, but I I'd give each of them five stars. I'm gonna throw in Sarah Connor Chronicles as yeah. one because yeah, I love that show. And you're not I, just savage, you're Randy Savage. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely love that show because of because of all of the alternate universe stuff that it does all the stuff that it does to kind of play to, to play lovingly with the characters and you know the other tropes that you get in the rest of the movies and and just everything that that show did and i always love when you get an opportunity to do a tv show and you can develop the characters out much more mm -hmm. than an hour and a half to two hour movie um so i'm going to give sarah connor chronicles i'll give that one four stars that'll be my next one on the list whoop, whoop. absolutely love that and was devastated when I found out the way they ended the second season and yeah. found out it wasn't coming back for a third. I, it's like, you, oh, you cannot, can't do that. Absolutely can't do that. That's terrible. I'm going to break a little bit, and I really, really enjoyed Terminator Salvation. And why I put that one so high is because after watching Terminator and Terminator 2, I'm sitting there, especially as a kid, going, man, I want to see more of the future. Like, I love, exactly. I love these scenes in the future. I want to see more of the future. And then, and I'm, I, I won't say yet where Terminator 3 goes, but when Terminator 3 come, came out, I was like, ah, this just, it feels more of the same to me. It's, it's not, 
I want something new. If you're going to keep making Terminator movies, it's got to be something different. And yeah. we've already done present day. We've, we've already done that stuff. Let's jump ahead to the future. I want to see what the future looks like when, you know, show me the scenes in, in detail that we got to see, like in Terminator 2. Um, show me the resistance. Show me how that stuff gets built up. In the novelization, yeah. I mean, there's several times in the novelization you get that. And I was like, I would love to see this on screen. So that is probably the biggest reason why I will throw salvation in as my next one, because I liked how it, it was, it was faithful to the rest of the franchise and it was doing something different. And I mm -hmm. think that's why some of the ones I'm going to rank a little lower than salvation to me, in just my opinion, I felt like they weren't really, they were retreading some of the same material. They weren't really doing anything different. I still enjoy them. Like I'll watch them repeatedly. Yeah. I, they didn't feel different to me. And I wanted something different from that, that I didn't yeah. have. So, do you guys know about the much uh, darker ending that Salvation was supposed mm -hmm. to have had? No. For those who didn't know that that was yeah. re back in the days of the internet guys, when we're still using dial up, uh, the ending got spoiled by fans. And <laughs> right. so since that had added to the production problems of the linked Christian Bell onset, oh. they had to do damage control. There was already multiple oh, rewrites, such a including good rant. Jonathan Nolan. Oh, it's a wonderful rant. I've played oh, all the time. Oh, good for you. Oh, good. <laughs> what a treasure life. Yeah, I remember that now. That's so yeah. and yeah. long story okay. short. And the remixes of professional. It, Mm -hmm. So long story short, Connor dies and Marcus has to assume <gasps> his identity, become, you know, live a lie as by cloning the skin of him. And and they they decided, hey, you know, this is not uh, now that that's the cat's out of the bag. We got to do something <gasps> else. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, that, that would have been, cool been, a, been yeah. a great ending, like to that have that shocking. Be you know that yeah, and if you're going to continue on and have a couple more movies after that that would be a great way to to continue continue on do something different and, and really mess with the fans you know? actually you get that ending in uh across the spider-verse with miguel era the similar universe with his alternate self that died and he took over that life oh, yeah. and that universe ended yeah, so so but, salvation uh, salvation movie wise salvation would be third on my list um and just I I really enjoy that one. In fact, just I rewatched um watched the director's cut for the first time just about wow. a week or so. Um got my hands on that, had a chance to watch it and and whoop, just whoop. enjoy that movie so much. My next one, uh so Salvation, I give four stars to. Next one is gonna be Dark Fate. I'm giving that one three stars. And I enjoyed this one. I enjoyed kind of the ways it messed with, you know, it continued on the as a sequel to T2. And I mean, that was shocking to kill John Connor just in the first moments of the movie. Yeah. But then also to get Lyndall Hamilton back, to get Arnold back, um, to have a Terminator that, you know, to have an evil Terminator that was frightening and intimidating again. And uh, just some of the things they did a little bit differently with that one. Like, I, I really did enjoy Dark Fate. So that one's, that one's going to get three stars on my list. Next one, I mean, talk this is a little bit of a weird one because it doesn't even have Terminator in the title. I don't know if you guys know about this one or not. This is a movie that that's so focused on Kyle Reese's statement. You know, it can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity, remorse, or fear, and it won't stop ever until you're dead. It was, and I'm, again, I don't know if you've heard of this one or not. I, I'm going to give it three stars. It's the, uh, it's called It Follows, and it's the Gen Z Terminator as an STD remake. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's yeah, it's, good. It's a really yeah. Terminator movie. I see um, what you did there. Yeah, right. it's it's really weird, but um, yeah, so <laughs> it was filmed in Detroit, where near where I live. Oh, nice. 
I'll uh, I'll throw that Detroit's in there. Detroit's coming for you. As, as a uh, dis, dishonorable mention. Um, I'm going to Detroit. Dishonorable right mention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get all the other Italian ripoffs too, like Terminator 2 and yeah. the other one from 88, you know, or Lady Terminator. I, the other the other funny one, we, we did a bunch of Terminator jokes on one of our episodes of our show we did recently because we covered the movie Rising Sun. And oh, my God. And, and in Rising Bruce Sun, Willis John one? Connery's character's name is John No, Connery. Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Oh, okay. In Japan. Yeah. <laughs> a movie yeah. the and audience Connery... likes, but Michael Crichton disowned because how dare yes. you not take my notes? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah and, and so Sean Connery's character in that one is named John Connor. So we made a lot of <laughs> jokes with that. <laughs> it's a weird alternate universe take on, on the term. The rate is for 50 on John Connor. It must have been brought up that John Connor is JC to like uh, oh, yeah. the famous uh, somebody else famous had JC initials. Yeah. Yeah. Savior. Yeah. James Cameron. Yeah. Jesus Christ. James Cameron. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't Daddy, shout that Daddy more Cash. often in the movies. Oh, there you go. You know, the Jesus Christ. Christ really makes a good prequel to the Terminator saga. Just saying. I, I guarantee you. I can just about guarantee you the, the initials are the only reason Jai Courtney got cast. Oh, <laughs> oh God. God. damn! Good. All right. So the last two, movie-wise, the last two I've got, and I've been kind of going back and forth on on how I'm gonna how I'm gonna do these. Flip a coin. Um, <laughs> basically, yeah. Um, I kind of I give them both two stars, and I say all that to say I, I still really enjoy all the Terminator movies. I enjoy rewatching these all the time. Um, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go Terminator Genesis as my next one. And just because it was, again, it was doing something a little bit different. I think it completely missed the mark in a lot of ways, but it was doing something different. It, I loved how it played. I said, I, before I love like alternate timelines. I love it. It's so rare with these movies because usually you can't even hate watch some of these other sequels of other franchises we've done. It's so rare. So I, I did love how it kind of messed with some of the scenes, how we de- redid some of the scenes from the original films, messed with those yeah. a little bit. I did enjoy those parts, um, you know. So that, yeah, I'll give that one a couple stars. And then Rise of the Machines, I, there's a couple things, I think, a couple strikes against this one, just for me personally. It actually came out the summer that I was both finishing college and getting married, so I don't think I saw these wow. that summer. Oh. And so. <laughs> I didn't actually end up seeing this one for quite a while after it came out. Get a divorce. And then then when I did finally see it, I I had kind of like built it up in my mind. I'm like, oh, man, it's it's another Terminator. It's just great. We've got one and two and now three. I hear good things. Right. I'm like, I heard good things. And then I saw it and was like, ah. I, I expected I expected more things, but it just, just it was just a retread. And again, if I want to sit down and just you know, watch it for the sake of having something on and watching it and enjoying a Terminator movie. Sure. I'll watch it, but it is, it's definitely not anywhere near the top of the actually bottom of the ranking for my Terminator movies. Um, still enjoy it, but I mean, there's some stuff. I do think the scene is really funny when they give Arnold the, uh, uh, the, the Southern accent. Oh, Sergeant Candy. Unbelievable. We're not, unbelievable it took yeah. me out for a moment and i was like well this is stupid and ridiculous uh, <laughs> but did i laugh at it yes i laughed at it so um yeah i mean there were still some Rest fun in peace, sergeant candy 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the movies for me in terms of like the comics and video games. Um, I loved I, one of my favorite comics of all time was Robocop versus Terminator. Yes, yes. yes. I was I and, as, a kid, as a kid, I just <laughs> devoured pretty much anything Dark Horse Comics put out. I was a huge Aliens fan, uh, Terminator, you know, mm -hmm. Robo, uh, Robocop. Have you read the Twitter. complete Fire and Stone in Life and Death? No, oh, you gotta read them pretty much anything they wanted to put out. I mean, I read there was the Robocop versus Terminator, then they did, uh, was it? Uh, Robocop versus Alien versus Predator, and mm -hmm. they did like Superman versus Batman versus Robocop Judge versus Dredd Predator, Predator 2 to blame for all Predator. of those crossovers. Yeah, right. now they got Wolverine versus Predator coming out. And then so. they, you know, and, and then they it's did all Predator 2's fault. Right. And then they did Robocop versus Terminator versus Brown versus Board of Education. And I got <laughs> <laughs> versus Wade versus Alien. There you go. Yeah, it, got, it got really weird there for a while, but. Um, yeah. And then the other comics like Terminator Endgame, Secondary Objectives, Burning Earth uh, that you held up earlier, um, you know, love them. There you those. go, yep. And then there's and the I, uh, know, again, Secondary Objectives where it's like, oh, my mission's complete, so now i got to blend into society because I somehow right. can't send myself back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, and I, I spent hours in the back of our car on road trips playing that T2 Game Boy game. Uh, it, oh, <laughs> Was that, it gory for it. a Game Boy? Or was it oh, actually it. E? No, it was well. I mean, e? yeah, there were a couple of couple little pixels here and there, spurts of blood. Right. They were mostly uh, mostly spurts of T one thousand. Black and white. Okay. All right. <laughs> I love it. All right. Willie, you're our only hope. Can you rank the movies for us, please? Okay, so you got your rankings in front of you. <laughs> Jesus, he put two in her back too when she fell. Oh, that long slide forty-five, man. That was with the laser sign in eighty-four. That was that was that was futuristic. Mm -hmm. I don't think we get enough credit. I've always wanted to fire that particular, you know, AMT long slide. I've never been able to find one. And we, I live in Dallas. I mean, they should be everywhere, right? I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you would think. You would think. But I, yeah, I got to uh, I got to hold the shotgun from T two. Yeah, we oh, both did. Oh, you oh. lucky dog! So yeah, you guys don't need Viagra anymore. You just need to think about that, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Ryan, so, tell him where the tell him where the gun was. Yeah, we went. <laughs> we, we went to L A. and got to take a tour of Arnold's office there. Oh Which shit! Is oh, amazing wow. <laughs> if you, <laughs> if you ever get the chance. But no. um, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, um, yeah oh, he's just God. got cool stuff everywhere in that office. But yeah. but you know, and something like the T two shotgun, I didn't even know was there, and he doesn't have it on display or anything. He had it in a box, kind of like underneath some other boxes. <laughs> And, nice. and his it belongs in the museum <laughs> right <laughs> his assistant daniel was was giving us the tour and daniel said oh check this out and he's brought it out it's the t2 shotgun like, please, please tell me the box was a please tell me the box was a box of roses <laughs> it was oh, not that would, that would have been nice but... yeah <laughs> Yeah, it and it's had the yep. the flip cock you know attachment oh, thing yeah. that they did flip cock. 
But he did not he did not allow me to try the flip cock because he's like, Yeah, I tried it once and I about broke my hand. So Almost killed the prop. <laughs> yeah. So I Brian, John, you guys have already set it down. I don't I can't improve on any of that. So I'm just gonna pair off T one for me, five stogies. Five firm stogies. Five okay, the good stogies. Yeah. Yeah, the Cuban kind rolled on the, the legs of a virgin. Um, because that starts off. Sorry, uh, I have an appropriate humor. You're gonna have to screen this for 18 and above. Um, T1 because it's where it started, and for all the reasons that you guys have already given. T2, I'm gonna give it just it's one more, it's a little bit down, by the way. Um, Mike, your cat is amazing. I love cats, so beautiful, beautiful cat. That's, that's um, Fran, she was watching you guys. He's a guardian hey. angel. Ah. Yes. <laughs> So for me, T2 is everything which you guys have said. I do give a big, I, I do. I think it's just slightly down. Like we need to do algebra to figure out how just slightly down from T1 <laughs> it is. And it does have a, an Atari portfolio in it, you know, when they hack the bank, and, you know, as an Atari kid. That was pretty cool. So that movie's awesome. Plus, he's wearing a public enemy T-shirt underneath a <laughs> tiger stripe Vietnam BDU jacket with Air Jordans. I mean, whoever did the, whoever did the costuming for that, on French Kiss, and they play Afterburner in that movie, the one that moves around. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so for me, that's you know, I'm kind of like Yoda. Two there are, never more. You know, mm. yeah. I can. Yes. You, you, you know, <laughs> you guys can do better Yoda than I can. So for me, that's kind of where the Double movie. Shotgun up the one thousands ass I show. <laughs> it doesn't we'll get all you. Man. No, I I have not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honorable Yoda. Okay. All right. So, yeah. sorry, no, you're, yeah, So, what you're saying is everyone else is playing Jedi mind tricks, and you're trying to set the record straight. <laughs> no, only two movies. There's only two. <laughs> only two. Um, so, for me, that's the thing, you know. So that's where then we kind of have to go down. For me, the Sarah Connor Colonels comes in next. It's about four stogies, only because it, we get to see more of the story. I do love um, whatever her name is from Firefly was in it. I uh, played Cameron, and I play. Oh yes, playing a Thank you. game, Cameron. Yeah, Summer, yeah, which I thought was a nice on the nose. And of course, mm -hmm. you know the woman who played uh, Sarah Connor was amazing. The kind of you know, um, yeah, oh yeah, she was amazing in yep. Judge Dredd. Jesus Christ! Oh, in Dredd, oh. yeah. Oh my God, oh. It's so good. As the only thing they miss is, I am the Lord. Okay, sorry. Which one of my Incredible. Uh, man. My face hurt after doing that. Um, right. And um, Bleacher or Garbage played a role in that. Um, yeah, sure we missed it. I saw yeah. at the Bronco Bowl in Dallas when she played it. It was amazing. Hey. Yeah. God, wow, what a woman. What a dame. She's really great. So that one for me is for. Uh, I'm going to give Terminator the Burning of Earth because I finally got to see the third movie in this. I think this is from 91. It's right the only part three that exists. Oh. Yeah, this is oh, oh. It's painted. Um, if you ever read this, you need to. Um, the rest of the, the Now Comics uh, series is not that great. It's okay. But the Burning the burning Earth is astonishing. Um, and I give that because I finally got to see some of the things I wanted. That's three and a half stogies. And then Terminator Salvation... You guys have already hit out of the park saying, but here's my thing. It only gets three stogies because there are no plasma rifles. 
Where are my uh, plasma rifles? Right, plasmas. Right. <laughs> An M4556 is not going to damage a Terminator exoskeleton. I'm so sorry because we could stop. Are you saying you'd like to donate some plasma, William? I would. <laughs> my bad. That was good, by the way. I'll have to remember that one. That was quite good. <laughs> and probably but, just somewhere. And sometimes and it gets I, you I, shot like me. So it's okay. I love it. Their A-10s are operating after a third world war. Don't think so. You know, kind of some other things. I mean, I think it's all cool. The Desert Eagle, them carrying Desert Eagles was okay. Sorry, I'm kind of a gun guy. I apologize. But I do like... So we are. It's all good. It's all... Yeah, that's unfortunately... To Christian Bale's John Connor could have been a really interesting casting with a with a different kind of script. Uh, it would have been interesting to see what he would do more as the T2 John Connor mm. and not whatever they were trying to do there. Whatever the hell he did there, yeah. Yeah, as I said, um, so then from there, we get into movies that hurt me. That hurt oh! Me. <laughs> I got hurt, and Ooh, I'm still processing. I'm in therapy. So Genesis, T3, and Dark Fate. Um, you know, Mackenzie, whatever her name was, Mackenzie, who played in uh, Hulk and Catch Fire. Mackenzie Davis. That's it. She was, she was interesting, and there were some interesting takes on that. But it was hard for me, especially with Genesis. They they ruined that opening. I wanted to see forever. And I was like, oh god, there's something off about this. And they got the Doctor Who guy in there, and you can tell I haven't really watched much of them because it was hard for me. I experienced a trauma out of body experience. Uh, I think I had to call Mulder and Scully after it. I saw things. People hurt me, and my butt still hurts. I don't know what's going on. So those so movies, cinematic hemorrhoids is what you're saying. <laughs> oh okay, that we're including that in it. It gave me cinematic hemorrhoids and how many words do I have to give to you? Steal it down. For me, those are wet. One and a half stogies I bought at the quick trip at 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they are. Those are kind of oh, no, that's just Taco Bell. Five days a week. Oh, God. Uh, Taco Bell. Uh, I, I haven't eaten Taco Bell since 96 after an, incident, uh, an unfortunate incident in Oklahoma in college. We won't do that here. It's not for appropriate for everyone. But I'm I'm going to go back in time and erase it. Oh, God. Be erased. You know just been erased. Yeah. <laughs> Marty, Marty, we got to go back. Oh, there you go. Back uh, where? 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 <laughs> so that's kind of for me. You guys have all hit out of the park. I almost can't say anything more what you have done. I just want to give a love to maybe a couple other things. And the Terminator uh, Resistance game I have not played yet. I've been playing Skyrim again and Destiny. Destiny 2, so I'm all, uh, still doing that crack. So I want to I want to play the Resistance game coming up, and I think I've heard it's creepy as hell. It like is. When you talk, you're like, I'm about to get my spine pulled out. Like you're taking the <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage on. <laughs> the cream. I love Sometimes how it always goes back to wrestling. <laughs> Oh yeah! You grew up Sorry. in the '80s and you watched a lot of Spoonie, the Spoonie one on the internet. You, yeah, there's you know, that. You... There's Arnold promoting into days and beating up. <gasps> yes. Uh, Triple H said uh, that one wrestling. It's everything. It's everywhere. Oh, it's everything. <laughs> oh, oh, and that's why I use when I when people ask for the plot holes. Why do they just throw them? I'm like, well, it's kind of a T1000 thing, wrestling grapple thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They're trained in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I don't know. It's right. just cinematic. The Destroyer! Okay. <laughs> For me, one of the things I just want to say here, the movie I think that we should have gotten, we should have gotten Terminator 3, it should have starred Michael B, and it should have starred all these people that are now too gone. If we were to do a deep fake and, and AI them, and, you know, <laughs> I don't want to do it, but to, no one can play Kauris but Michael B, and I'm kind of a Michael B and fan girl. Oh, um, I have things to say about Michael B. Oh, really? Well, I like oh, yeah. him. 
Yeah, um, you'll he's like an it. Navy SEAL. <laughs> in an ex-wife, he, in another reality, he's actually the one who killed Bin Laden because he was a Navy SEAL. So there you go. There's my conspiracy. <laughs> Love but it. I do want, uh, I wish they had made that movie. I wish we had seen when they raided the facility and gone back. And that would have been perfect. Destroy the time machine once and for all. Right. The time displacement came out. I didn't build the thing, you know, so. Yeah, to go back naked. <laughs> so it's only a model. It's only a model. So that's how um, Manscaped can get in. They can do a plot hole where they have to get a Manscaped out and shave Kyle. You know, there could be a little promotion in there or something. <laughs> Love it, man. Have you ever seen the meme that Kyle Reese, uh, you know, impregnated uh, Sarah Connor while wearing a homeless man's pants? So he's got game. If you've never seen that meme, it's Yeah, it's pretty baller. Yeah. I love that. Anyway, you stole my pants. Um, I, anyway, that's, those are mine. I'm going to shut up now. But thank you all. You all are, uh, just in case I have to go really quick. I am married. I've got kids. And I just want to say I'm going to try to hang on a little bit longer. You all are amazing. And I am proud of all of you. You've done – this is amazing. I, I've just enjoyed talking to all of you, and I really appreciate it. We each here. other's brains, and we got to understand each other. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, like my mind. Damn, you're a bitch. Sorry. Mike and the mechanics, you are next. Okay, I'm gonna be controversial here. I That's love we live here, Be- baby. I love the Beatles White Elm because it's 94 minutes. It's my favorite. It's the most Beatles. So the most Terminator, Sarah Connor Chronicles season two. Whoa. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, five um, now bear in mind, <laughs> bear in mind, I've binge watched all these. And yep, I'm the worst. You really you get to you get more of an interest. And there's two uh scenes in that series that actually made me cry. Should oh wow. You? Well the uh Damn. when Sarah's losing <laughs> it at Mike. the end of an episode and she's banging the, the chip on the rock and she starts losing it, and also when John loses his girlfriend and just breaks up at the end. The bit with um Summer Glaw, uh where she's caught between the cars and i love you that was a little over the top but <laughs> man that was done in twilight yeah <laughs> but no, they, i don't know it was a great cast and they the kept same. they kept the, they kept the franchise going and I, I remained interested throughout so i put that first i had about three comments about it how many cars do they steal if they're fugitives and as many as it takes to plug in a skynet but i don't, I don't know and how many <laughs> how many car accidents do they get into Oh, God. Lots. It was a drinking game. <laughs> and the song that John Henry sings with Savannah Weaver about the trousers, that is one of the creepiest things I've ever seen on television. Oh, my it, God. It was very predatory. Yeah. Remember, he's at the end of the episode, he's singing that song with her. She's singing with him. That was just, ew. <laughs> and also, speaking of Savannah Weaver, her mom, the actress playing her. Shirley Manson, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, it kind of. Oh, there's there's some more creepy. Until <laughs> um, to quote Crow T. Robot, we're gonna find out that this robot's really good. <laughs> By the end of it, isn't she, or is it still up in the air? I can't remember. Wasn't she? She's kind of a rebellious Skynet, but kind of. Yeah. So that was. But yeah, I like the series. I thought they did a great job for a TV series. And then uh, second would be Judgment Day. And it's very close, you know. So I'd give both of those five. Then T6 Dark Fate. I like the way they wrapped it all up. And I'll get back to the fact they killed John Conroy off a little bit later. No no ranking but what we make. 
<laughs> so again, I had SEC season two, Judgment Day, and Dark Fate, probably four and a half stars. The other two, five. The first oh, Terminator movie, four and a half. Rise of the Machines, I liked the way the ending kind of threw me for a loop. And I thought it was a good, I thought it was an effective ending. So I'll give that four and a half. Sarah Connor Chronicles season one, they hadn't quite quite got got it interesting enough yet. I'd make that like a three and a half. T4 oh. Salvation. I like Christian Bale a lot. So that's there. And my last um three stars, maybe even two and a half, Genesis. Bad spelling did not contribute to the ranking. <laughs> no spelling yeah. but what do we mean but why did they f with john connor yeah why did they make him the bad you know it's kind of like right kind of what like superman three or whatever <laughs> oh so that's about it yeah I, I got my you notes got, all out there yeah Thank prompted you. to the point <laughs> yeah sweet and again, I'm, right. I'm a novice. I, I binge watch these. I'm not, I, the more, if I watch them again, I'll probably change my rankings. So, oh man, <laughs> gonna, Hans, not Gruber. Where do you rank these movies now that all we've right. been through the foray? We've seen the landscape, we've seen how it all varies. Uh, only you can <laughs> say what. Yeah, let's, so let's see if I can add anything that hasn't been said already. Um, I have my list is one through eight. I have eight. Oh, oh nice. So well, number one customer. Number one for me is the original Terminator from 84. And that's for two reasons. Number one, Michael Bean. Michael Bean is the greatest action star of all time. Yeah. He's over, over Arnold, over Stallone, over everybody. Lovely. No, no one has anything to no, say. No, I, 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 I would no, differ on that, I, I, I but that's okay. I, I love it. I, that's awesome. No, I, I mean, you just look at his roles. Kyle Reese, Rock, kind of Tombstone. I mean, the list goes on and on. Kind of like Kurt yeah. Russell. Every, even if people He's disagree, incredible. no one dares speak up. You know? yeah. <laughs> Most underrated of all time. He's Very fantastic underrated. in that. I mean, that, that scene has already been discussed. The whole, you know, the listen and understand and you know can't be bargained with reason with all that unbelievable second reason is uh will talked about uh, all the future stuff and that's that's kind of what hooked me like the world building of those scenes is just incredible it just made it just you understood everything just from those couple little scenes mm -hmm. and it was all practical which i love um it that, i mean I'll get into salvation in a minute, but all I wanted was salvation after that. But we'll get to it. Number two, <laughs> Judgment Day. I mean, of course, like it's it's a classic. I can't say anything that hasn't already been said. It's Not amazing. To be confused with the Emilio Estevez movie. Yeah, <laughs> or the Steve Winwood song. Anyway, go ahead. Um, and then number three, this uh, this has so there are four Terminator threes. We have Sarah yes. Connor Chronicles. We have <laughs> Terminator 3. We have Dark Fate. And then we have my number three, uh, T2 3D Battle Across Time. Mm. Yes. Uh, my dude. This is fascinating <laughs> to me. Ran from yes. 99 to 2013. It's part live. It's a universal uh, 
like attraction like show mm-hmm. it was my favorite and one to go to it's crazy like it it's half live like stage play i became a boy again then 12 minutes <laughs> of new footage directed by james cameron yeah that 12 minutes cost 24 million dollars <laughs> wow <laughs> holy shit insane i mean they got everyone back and refer along linda hamilton arnold yeah. it's wild dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say check it out, but it doesn't exist anymore. You can probably find it on there. It's awesome. Yeah, Shahi and I had to go uh, when right the day before they were closing it in Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And ride it several more times, <laughs> <laughs> like four times, I think, in the same yes. day. Holy yeah. shit! It's such a fascinating oddity. Like uh, it, anyway, so that's that's my number three. Uh, number four is uh, Dark Fate. I love Dark Fate. For the most part, it was great oh. to see Linda Hamilton back. I like the new Terminator. Was, was that Diego Luna? Was it? No, Gabriel. 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 He's Gabriel. the bad guy on Fubar now with Arnold. That was close. <laughs> no, it I is like not. Fubar, by the way. I know, I know. <laughs> Gabriel I like has Fubar. range. Good sir. Anyway, yeah, good. I liked uh, the Mackenzie Davis character. I thought that was an interesting oh. thing to do because after T2, he pretty much just kept doing the same thing over and over for the most part. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, this sort of did as well, but there's a little bit of spin on it. Like she was an enhanced human. She wasn't a Terminator. She wasn't just some mm-hmm. like rat she was seven of nine from Star Trek <laughs> yeah. in between. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoyed that. I actually, I, I like that movie a lot. The first, uh, that highway scene, that action Ooh. scene at the beginning is fantastic. Yeah. Um, it, and this might be blasphemous on, on this podcast, but I honestly thought it fell apart once Arnold showed up. I thought it was in, nah. an interesting idea, but the movie just kind of – I don't blame him or or the character they had for him, but it just kind of like uh, just lost you. petered out after right. that. Um, I still really liked it, though. Uh, the number five, T3, Rise of the Machines. I mean – the Sergeant Candy thing. I know it wasn't even in the movie, it's deleted scene. Right. That's yeah. just that's that's so good. It's in one of the it's video so games. It, it's a deleted scene, but yeah. yeah, you can find it. And I highly recommend if you haven't <laughs> seen it before. Um, and then I love the ending. Uh, I thought that was great. It, it's a real downer and depressing ending, but it felt kind of fitting. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, for a loop. Yeah, and then number six, uh, I'm going in a comic book. Terminator Robocop Kill Human. I don't know if anyone's read this one. I still need mm. to. <laughs> it's it's horrible. It's what? it is it is basically what if Robocop wrote like Terminator 2 fan oh, it's fiction the sequel. and it surrounded yeah. himself. Because yeah. mm. he just goes back in time and kills Arnold's Terminator, like when they're at Cyberdyne, and then just like takes over his role, but in a way worse job. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, like spoilers, wow. but uh, he it ends with him trapping the T one thousand, John Connor, and uh, uh, Dick Jones of all people <laughs> in like a room and filling it with acid and just it's, it's unbelievable. Oh wow, we might have to include the Robocop movies as part of this ranking. It's, no, let's oh, not do that. That's a whole yeah, different yeah, thing. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, you know, I had to do a Robocop because yeah, it's all I, good. I, I had no choice. Um, no choice but to make. Then next is uh, Terminator Salvation. I this is all I wanted 
after especially after the first Terminator. I wanted to see mm-hmm. that world. I wanted to see all that. I love Christian Bale. Um, unfortunately, Mick G directed it, so we yeah. got what we got. Uh, <laughs> it just, it just, uh, it was just such a disappointment. I, I had such high hopes. Like, I mean, just the end. They give John Connor Marcus Wright's heart, and uh, that saves him. But like the scene before, his heart got turned into pudding. It's like. It stopped and he died. So that's the heart. Well, okay. All right. Sure. sure. Yeah, uh, that that movie bothers me because I just wanted so much more. You sensed a disturbance in the force. Genesis and, <laughs> Genesis had some interesting stuff, like ideas. Um, they were all shown to us in the trailers, which sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they they did the thing that James Cameron did. James Cameron was like, This is the premise move on let's let's go because if you think about the premise too long if you try to explain it it falls apart pretty quickly yeah. <laughs> and they they have this scene at the beginning with jai courtney and like um i guess the guy who played john connor and they're like explaining everything in detail and it oh it does not work it does not mm-hmm. work at all it just all falls apart and the movie's just starting it's like this this is ridiculous this is stupid stop it so yeah, that that is that is my list. Dun, 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 dun. All right, <laughs> Oreo. Uh, uh, no cookie, but what we make. Um, take it away with your raising. Supremacy. <laughs> All right, so Terminator ranks. Well, like everybody else, yeah, T two is number one for me. Because iconic, and you can't really top that half the time. Next, I got Terminator Salvation and Director's Cut because I, I love that. Through I love that movie so much. It's so it's different from what the other films did, and it's set apart in its own way, and I enjoy that. And then number three, I got Genesis. I enjoyed that. That was fun, but PG thirteen really killed it. I wish they I wish they would have stuck with R. I can't believe they made the studio forced it to be PG thirteen. But, yeah, no problem. <laughs> but what we make anyway. <laughs> Four, I have the original Terminator. Like I love it, but honestly, I don't need it that badly to be like in the tops, like top two, top three. So it's good at four. Uh, and then I got Dark Fate. I enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. I don't know. It was just. It was. It was really. It was a lot different, and I do enjoy different. It just wasn't as strong as the other in- installments for this and whatnot. Fair enough. And then I got I got Rise of the Machines. I need to rewatch that actually because I haven't seen that in a while. But I liked it. It's definitely a product of two thousands for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they always have, every film that comes out has that product of its era, and yeah. it's so stupid in that sense. <sighs> So yeah, Rise of the Machines is good, but definitely could have had a lot more to it. And then number seven, nobody's mentioned it, but I watched it. I actually rented it for five fucking dollars and so pissed. Mm-hmm. Terminator Salvation and Machinima Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Series. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I watched it. I was like, oh man, Terminator is so cool. And it, I was like, what the fuck is this trash? <laughs> oh my god. Like yeah, there's a reason it's on Machinima and not a movie. <laughs> yeah, like I was excited to see it because I just watched Salvation a few weeks ago. 
when this came out. I was like, oh, wow, there's a series. Awesome. I got to see the series. And man, what a fucking waste of money that was. God. And then if I had to pick like number one above T2, it would be a Robocop versus Terminator easily. I did. Yeah. Because that story is just so goddamn dark. Oof. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing tops it all. There's a couple stories that top it, but in terms of Terminator dark, no, nothing close. <laughs> yeah. Frank Miller does that sometimes. Oh, definitely. Now I've been reserving other Terminator comics off uh, World Cat as we've been doing this podcast because I found a bunch of crossovers I liked. Yep. <sighs> You're wise. Alrighty. That wraps that one up. (laughs) Yeah. Alrighty. So I'm going to rush through the rankings and not bore you guys. And then we'll get trash, 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 trash. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I wish it was that simple. (laughs) Alrighty. So many of the same points will be echoed here. First off, the five out of five star scale, I'm going to reserve for the original Terminator. It's just a low budget masterpiece. Uh, James Cameron taking his Roger Corman training and just this is in my top 10 movies in general just it's just very remarkable from the editing to the foley to the suspense to the terror to the effects it's it should be taught in every film school I don't care who you are and it's tied with the comics (laughs) all the other comics I've seen like even if you are not a fan of the movies just so well drawn colored and just apocalyptic just probably the best movie to a comic i probably have seen in terms of just they made use of their story expansion they don't insult you as a comic book reader and they made great use of the format compared to so many other movie properties which just seem to want to just you know become a excuse to have trash talk (laughs) yeah and more as williams mouthing yeah uh t2 sarah connor show and a dark fate four and a half out of five again you know i've seen them a bunch i i I love t2's editing i just wish it was a little more brutal at times but it is still a masterpiece and uh it does have some plot holes with the time travel but it's makes up for it in just all the emotional moments that are unsaid uh the Sarah Connor show was well handled by X-Files director uh, David Nutter and uh, just the scripts were very taut and this it may kudos to the show because they used Twitter back in the day and they got instant feedback so they were able to correct what would have been probably a you know blazing error and I like how that head writer Josh Friedman who's now working on Foundation came over uh, and laid out the story for dark fade and david goyer you can totally tell is writing most of the linda hamilton dialogue given how profane the movie is but i like how it's more like the equalizer where they're kind of just a watchdog groove they're looking out for the little guy who's being picked on by skynet and they're using off the grid stuff to lay it out that made up for it even though like you guys say at the end it does kind of feel like a free hundred matrix type movie with the slow motion fight scenes at the end but other than that it was before COVID hit, that was one of my last great cinema experiences, seeing Dark Fate in there, and I will I will never forget that. It does have a abrupt beginning, but once you're in that car chase, you're in it for the rest of the ride. So, uh, four out of five, I'm going to rank the Universal Studios ride. 
one of the highlights of Orlando back in 07. Just a fun in- excuse for an intense ride. And I'm going to mix in T-Free because like you guys say, even though it's trying to capitalize on the success of other blockbusters at the time, like Pirates of the Caribbean and Bad Boys and Matrix, I was still just glad that they what they didn't deliver on, they made up for by just kind of trying to just show Connor on the run realizing hey I, I don't want any part of this and Nick Stahl in my opinion is the best portrayal of John Connor just because he's not whiny he's just like mm-hmm. fuck this Sacker. fuck this fuck best this. portrayal yeah. of John Connor is in T2 that guy oh I can't be ready for long and other stuff it. but no, no, he no. is good. the guy in the future who says <laughs> the future guy right? oh the guy who doesn't he's even got say the scars? That's the yeah. John Connor. yeah yeah no fair enough okay <laughs> But for an entire movie, I do applaud him and Claire Danes. They had a good chemistry, even though they yeah. had kind of static dialogue. And like you said before, that bleak apocalypse now ending is. Um, mm-hmm. And it aged pretty well, even though there are some CGI that leaves a lot uh, to be desired. I still, I applaud that they decided to do bigger and better and they didn't pull a Halloween by... commentary track on that is something else. Oh, too. yeah. He's talking yeah, about right. everyone's asses it's in the really commentary. Great. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. Arnold. And then I'm going to go with three and a half out of five for the director's cut of Salvation. Again, saw that in the theater. It was fun, but it, looking at it in hindsight, you know, even though I, much, much like Marco Beltrami did a good job on T3, I do legit love the intensity and nightmarish imagery that Danny Elfman paints in this movie, but there's not enough of the war scenes. And you you do feel like there's a little too many cooks in the kitchen due to Christian mm-hmm. Bell misbehaving and the too many screenwriters. One critic said it best. It feels more like a intense Battlestar Galactica two-parter. And I think that's the best way to take it. Otherwise you're going to just keep going, but it's not T1 and 2. Well, no shit. But I do feel the main issue with the movie it. The director's cut does add more great narration, gore, and more Michael Ironside, which is always appreciated in every movie. Yes. But mm-hmm. uh, my main <laughs> issue, like which I'm surprised has not been brought up, is the Transformers bots. Why the fuck are they here? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> so if they're going to do a second director's cut, cut out all the that one in giant chasing with those giant uh, house destroyers. They, they cut out that entire scene. It doesn't change the momentum of the plot you don't need it but the rest pretty decent considering that john connor is more christian bell and i like him here better than in dark knight but at the same time he's still trying to echo too much batman so i don't know how much of that was his (laughs) ego versus the editing but it's a fun one but it's a sunday night movie as opposed to a double feature matinee and Mm. again the video games I recommend the T2 arcade game. I recommend the Salvation arcade game where you're actually in the future. The best one by far for me is T3 the, Re- the Redemption because you get to yeah. do side quests of the storyline of T3 while also doing parts of the movie mission and then mixing it in with fun flashbacks where you play Resistance Fighters and there's even multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And then uh, zero out of five, I'm going to go with Genesucks. <laughs> I just this goes into back to the future territory where you're just like no 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 and it can't choose if it wants to be homage or campy and uh my, my sister ended up seeing this in the theater and wanted to walk out and she, she wisely advised me to not go with it I again the ideas are there and I've liked the cinematographer's work and other stuff but that that red imagery really does hurt my eyes at times and 
it's technically a one out of five because I can still hate watch this compared to say a bad <laughs> slasher franchise. But when I saw so many people praising it, I was like, no, no, no. See, this movie again is just forcing the homage on you instead of enhancing the plot line. Amelia Clark, I don't think, is that strong an actress. I know she's popular from Game of Thrones, but uh the director i haven't liked anything he's done he did the sopranos prequel which everyone should also avoid but like you guys said before jay courtney he's been serviceable and stuff like on broken and as you know boomerang and i found him okay as mclean's son but and i thought after seeing divergent okay he is kind of a michael bean type actor maybe he can pull it off and he just looked like he wanted to shoot his agent the whole time like i'm not gonna give you a performance (laughs) don't want to be here and it was just like well who hurt you you signed up for this. And just the speed car chase knockoff alone, where they're trying to just come up from the bottom of the bus. I was just, oh, that's yeah. where it, it kills it for me. Cause <laughs> you're just like, you can't take any of it seriously. Cause the, the franchise has been known to be implausible, but there's breathing room and there's acknowledgement of we barely survived this. And there's nothing of this there. And like I said before, the, I, I, I don't mind PG 13 versus R, but it did get to that point where I was just like, see, this is trying to be a goofy Avengers Star Wars yes. sequel. Yes. It, was, it just felt yeah. like a cash grab. Oh, totally. Like, and there was no just, heart and soul to it. No, you know? yeah, no soul about what we make. So that's going to be it for the rankings here. Uh, let's let's move Hold on the... real quick. Okay. <gasps> Has anyone heard the, the theory that Kyle Reese is not actually John Connor's father? Yes. Yes. Alexander was the first one. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, I have not heard this. Uh, would you care? Uh, I don't think so. It, the theory is that in the original Terminator, uh, uh, Linda Hamilton's character, she she gets a a message on her answering machine. She went out on a date with some guy, and he was like blowing her off, which is actually voiced by Jim Cameron. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. so the theory is that he's <laughs> actually the father, and and not Kyle Reese. But they just kept that secret because then they'd go after that guy, you know. So, <laughs> so it was all just a lie. <laughs> yeah, there's also a theory that there's an old Kyle Reese. Really, if you think about it, yeah. yeah. That a, actually like makes sense. The other one, you you're saying there's a there's an old man Reese. There is. There's another theory that says that there's actually another Kyle Reese or another father of John Connor who existed in a timeline before and the timeline you see in the Terminator only exists because there was another man who fathered John Connor in another time. Hmm. And then as a result, John sends Kyle back who retroactively creates a new John Connor. Who's the John Connor we know from the franchise. The dude playing yeah, the it's, dude. It's this crazy. That, that hurt my head. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> time travel's nuts. <laughs> but I, it's better than back to the future where it's just like, Right. Don't think about it too hard, even though we just introduced too much to you. We'll return after these messages. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world 
and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always, am I the winner? Yeah, <laughs> not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. We got the Edmonds of No Fate podcast. I thought it was the ultimate Terminator ranking episode. <laughs> Welcoming to the show, we have Michael Not Being Petty. <laughs> Hello, thank Hello. you for having us. And Tanner Not Connor Radwick, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Welcome to the show, man. It was a long time coming, and thank you for sending the date. Uh, you, you guys did a good job of pistol whipping me and saying, we're doing this. Kind of your money, your clothes, <laughs> your motorcycle. <laughs> well, thank you for having us. It has been a long time coming. Sorry, uh, it's been, uh, you got it's been a, a process. The No Fate podcast is just a joy because you guys are really, instead of just breaking down each chapter of the movie and talking about the themes, you're just kind of trying to compare, you know, critics notes and the commentary tracks and your commentaries are almost as long as the movie themselves you know so it, mm. it's really it's good it's it's cyberpunk goodness anyone should check it out no fate podcast and you've talked about some of it before but uh tanner would you mind re-elaborating on why this yes. made you a cyberpunk junkie for life yeah yeah shoot i got introduced to it really young um i would say at the appropriate <laughs> age though because it was just it was young enough to be kind of scared by it but excited by it uh, and uh terminator 2 was the first one i ever saw and it was the best action movie i'd ever seen and it remains to be this day um, <laughs> um so any I don't questions know. no <laughs> any any questions yeah no. no terminator 2 is the best action movie ever made um it's uh, it's just so so well done it's just a masterpiece there's so little that i even have to complain about in that movie i think it's paced well it's got heart uh you know i, I did appreciate the comment of you want it to be a little bit more brutal at times just in contrast to the first one i think being more of a the slasher movie but that's kind of what you get when you make yeah. the bad guy the good guy right mm -hmm. um, yeah. but you get a giant hug I, I still think Robert Patrick does such a good job of being intimidating oh, man. and scary. And despite being physically smaller than Arnold, he's still intimidating and he, he's so intense. Much like Michael Bean. It was one of the first yes. movie actors I seeked out along with Lance Henriksen. It was like, these guys make everything better, even when they don't. Hundred <laughs> percent. Michael Bean's so powerful in the Terminator, the original. Hamilton's um, a great screen queen. Yep. Hamilton is, does a great job. Um, the Terminator would be my my number two pick if I'm ranking. Kind of like Helen in Candyman, where she made you as afraid of a psych ward and just brought that humanity of why won't you freaking believe me? <laughs> look at that guy. Does he look like he's here to you know pick me up? <laughs> Absolutely. Michael and I talk a lot about the Sarah Connor Chronicles, which I would rank number three. You've ranked every episode. Yeah, it's yeah. I think the reason we love those so much as well is that these movies, you know, you you get to see these characters in like a set 
timeline, maybe within a day or two. There's a brother called Derek Reese. Exactly. But the Sarah Connor Chronicles, you get to dive into these characters so much in, in such a deeper way. You don't see them for just a, a short period of their life where they're going through something very specific. Mm-hmm. You get to see them interact with each other and grow and argue and change. And it, it, it just adds so much more depth to these characters that we love. And I think, uh, you know, the actors who portray these people, they, they do a great respect to the other actors who have portrayed mm-hmm. um, John and Sarah in other films. Thomas Decker and Lena Haiti have always been great in other stuff. It's hard to believe that they're both, you know, like British Canadian. You're <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> they, they do a phenomenal job. So we're in, we're enjoying going through that right now. We're almost done reviewing that whole series. Great there. guest stars um, too, right? Patrick Kilpatrick is in one, really creepy. You know? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it, it, like X-Files it tested how much gore you could show on network TV. And it's like, it's not trying to be excess, but it's like, I'm, I got to cut this guy open. <laughs> yeah, <they're cyborg>. yep. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's, it's, uh, I wish more people saw it. it. I don't think it got enough attention. Ridiculous. Right. And it came out the yeah. same year as Salvation. You would have thought it would have been a win-win, you know, double exposure. Right. You know? Actually, it started the year before, and you'd think that Salvation would have boosted the popularity for the show, but the show Thank was already you. canceled by the time Salvation yeah. came out. I remember they were advertising it in between and said sometimes yes. I'm like, whoa, I'm so stoked. And oh, damn you, Fox. Yeah, we have the Michael and I both have the, the DVD set for it. And every time you pop one in, there's a there's an ad for Terminator Salvation <laughs> that comes on. Ah. <laughs> That's awesome. Funny enough. Wow. Um, which Jaded. is actually my my number four pick with Salvation. I I love how different Hulu, it is for those who want to see it. Yes, but it's it, you know like like was said here, uh, everything after Terminator Two tries to kind of copy Terminator Two, mm-hmm. um, and Salvation went a different direction. Granted, it did not give us the dark future sequence that we wanted. You know, a whole movie to be. You know, we wanted a whole movie of seeing this intro to, to the Terminator or like those clips you see uh, in Terminator 2 in the future, just dark and at nighttime. And then we have a future where it's it's in the daytime, the whole movie. Yeah. And there's there's no laser guns. You know, it's not <laughs> at all what we thought it would be. However, um, I do think it's still it takes itself more seriously than Terminator three does mm-hmm. or Genesis. Yeah. I think dark fate does a good job of at least trying to take itself a little more seriously than those other two. Yep. But salvation tries to be dark. It does a good job having Christian Bale in there, keeping the tone, right? There's kind of a part, I would say two thirds through the movie where it just loses me and it's hard to get back into it, but I like, and I appreciate the attempt and it's, it's grown on me a lot over time. When I first saw it, I was really disappointed. Um, <laughs> but the more I watch it, the more I appreciate it for what it is. Um, All right, fair enough. Uh, I guess moving on to Terminator three, I, I saw that when I was still pretty relatively young. I think that came out in 2003, yeah. if I remember mm-hmm. right. I saw it two and, years after uh, the fact, same deal. It's just like, okay, it's yeah. I can see why critics are mixed on it. Some give it, it's mostly got good reviews, but there's others saying hmm, cash grab. <laughs> it, it's kind of just it's kind of just there, you know. It's it, wild as it, twenty years old too. And Gavin Rossdale and the Blue Man Group do the end credits, and that makes it kind of creepier. <laughs> Terminator Three is the Jurassic Park Three of the Terminator Ooh. franchise. Yeah, oh, that's so. really good comparison. That's pretty fair. That's, that's really good. <laughs> hmm. It's hard to revisit sometimes. Um, <laughs> after that, 
I, I haven't heard any mention of Terminator Resistance yet. Has anybody played that game? Uh, uh, I have, yeah. It's Shahid awesome. was talking about it. Yeah, I would yeah. say. just didn't really rank the games much, but it's like. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say like Terminator Resistance is like what all the fans have been saying. It's like a continuation of T2, pretty much. Like almost. Like it has that futuristic feel and the darkness that you wanted in Resistance. You're playing it. It's like scary. You're like playing it and you're trying to avoid a terminator i mean i'm not sure if you remember the first like i think it's like the very beginning of the game where you're trying to like avoid a terminator without any weapons um, damn. <laughs> uh, but That's go crazy. ahead and continue uh tanner but yeah I, that game is awesome i have it for ps4 apparently there's a ps5 upgrade i haven't done that yet oh, wow. but, and then they also made a um another dlc for it as well for some more additional like storylines to go with it but yeah, I've been I've been waiting to play the DLC. I, I love the game a lot. The tone was correct. Uh, you know, it, it feels a little budgety, but it's very it's, it's it's still kind of a love letter to the franchise. I think they capture the tone really well. Um, I think know. I watched a game movie for that and didn't care for it. Yeah, well, you didn't play the game. <laughs> I don't play it. games. I watch them. <laughs> Still want to play a game? I thought it was good. I liked that it kind of wrapped um kind of circled back to give you kind of a I, I guess i would call it a prequel in a way to terminator one right oh lovely Just because the end the end of it kind of circles around does a good job of that which is you know would also make a good premise for a movie if they wanted to expand on that with a higher yeah. budget <laughs> um dark freight i had a hard time with um I watched it again recently with an open mind. And I, I do think the car chase and the factory fight, I think it opens really well. And you're like, it feels like a Terminator movie, you know, uh, it captures that feel initially and you feel like you're being hunted and, you know, there's someone there to protect you. And it feels there's, there's some good callbacks that make you feel like you're in it. Um, I don't know. It doesn't stick the landing for me, I guess. Michael and I have yeah, talked about, you know, <laughs> we probably complain about but... that one the most on yeah, our show. Did, but <laughs> yeah. it was constructive and it was good <laughs> yeah well and to be fair i mean michael and i both like that one more than genesis i'm pretty sure but um i mean that's not setting the bar high either so <laughs> <laughs> oh. michael did you have anything to add you want to go through your here yeah now let's uh, let's see how you got into deal. it and do your ranking yeah sure uh well i actually got to the I, I kind of got to Terminator late in the game. I, I was already a teenager, really? and the reason why—and I'm gonna—I'm gonna reveal my age here, probably—is because I had a buddy who I trusted when it came to all things pop culture. He got me into all the right comic books, the right movies, the right shows, the right franchises. I mean, the, he's actually the one who set me on the podcasting path back in the day, and he has since passed, unfortunately. But he Sorry. and I were we're very close friends. He was like the older brother I had never had. And I remember one day I was at his house and I saw a DVD for Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. And I already heard about the show and I asked him, I was like, is that show good? And he's like, yeah, he goes, but you kind of need to have watched at least the first two movies for before you watch it. Otherwise you're not going to understand anything that's happening. I said, Oh, okay. And I kind of tucked that away for later. So I ended up going to, I think it was Best Buy or something like that. They're having a sale and I bought all the Terminator movies. I bought 
both seasons of the show. Uh, nice. It already ended at the time, and I just went through all of it in order. Uh, I watched all the movies first, and then I watched the show, and I just I fell in love with the franchise in the matter of like days, and just like that. It, <laughs> yeah, it, it was just it was just so good. It, you know, there was so much I loved about it. it had time t- travel it had killer cyborgs it had this character john connor who was this messianic figure who also didn't want to be a messianic figure but he had to be for the sake of humanity and i think that's a really interesting cool idea and so i, I just was hooked and um, by the time genesis came out um i remember seeing that and seeing john turn into a villain and I just, I just couldn't rectify it. I was like, my my Christ figure in this franchise turned into the Antichrist, and I don't know how I feel about that. I reject it. This uh, is the rapture. Nope, nope, no. And, <laughs> and the thing about that, that I could kind too of... easy. I just, could kind of... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. I just want to throw in that it just... It, it played too... They didn't develop it enough to have that happen. Right. Sure. No, I agree. And and had development they, had they <laughs> yeah. actually gotten maybe a trilogy and thought it out a little better, it might have been a really cool turn for a second film. Um, but it was definitely not something that was earned right up front. And I really liked Jason Clark as John Connor. I liked him a yeah, lot. Definitely. Opening of the movie. I mean, he's fantastic. Um, he kind of embodied what I always hoped a futuristic leader like him would. Um of course, we've talked about this many times, and Tanner will always say the best John Connor is always the one you see at the beginning of T2. He doesn't say a word. But <laughs> despite that, I, I thought Jason Clark did a really good job of bringing that character to life. Uh, and then he became a bad guy. And th- in my head, I, I could move past it because it wasn't really John Connor. It was a Terminator, essentially, who was thinking he was John Connor or pretending to be. And so I kind of did some mental gymnastics there to figure that one out. But <laughs> Um, but the movie didn't sit well with me and, and I, I didn't love Sarah and Kyle, especially Kyle in that movie, um, was not impressed at all with Jai Courtney. Ironically, the next year I liked him probably the most in Suicide Squad out of all the characters yeah, in that movie. Somehow he lets loose. Um, like, how can that be the same bland actor? Yeah. I, I almost didn't that? believe it. I had to wait for the credits and I was like, oh, it really is the same it's a guy. Lookalike. Surely. Um, <laughs> both of them just felt very wooden for the most part. And everybody I, got cloned by a cyborg in that one. Right. And I think Amelia <laughs> Clark does an okay job, um, actually. Um, but as an actress, just in general, I don't love her anyway. And so I just was, I, I moved on. I don't Lena Haiti was my favorite Sarah Connor outside of Linda Hamilton. And yep. um, yeah. after those two, I was like, well, why would you try and tackle that character again? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they just were so perfect. Um, Tanner and I actually saw Dark Fate years later in theaters and I just remember being disappointed. I mean, I'll echo what he said. I really liked the action sequences. They were really well thought out. They honored the original movies really well, but brought it into a modern context that made sense. I thought the idea of an augmented human with grace was really cool. And we've talked Mm -hmm. about this a lot on our show. Um, But just killing John and then the same sort of future happening... (laughs) It just kind of felt like T2 was for nothing. And it was like, why did we make this movie yeah. at all when all you did was retcon T2? Um, or would you and, rank it compared to other sequels and reboots of late? It's, we got it's Ghostbusters, hard. Wars, Track, all the other kinds of stuff. And it seems like the fan bases are always animated. No one can agree on anything. Sure. Uh, it's, it's tough. It's probably one of my least favorite um, revival movies. 
of of recent years i we talk about the uh the recent halloween trilogy a lot on our show and how it'd be really great if a new terminator movie kind of matched the same style as the 2018 halloween um and just kind of brought it back to the horror and recaptured what made the first terminator so good um and it would kind of separate itself from t2 it would get out of that shadow a little bit and kind of honor the original film but also still maybe take place in the same continuity as both t1 and t2 um we talk about that a lot but the problem is with that trilogy is that trilogy goes downhill too so (laughs) you know maybe we need to not be involved with horror (laughs) yeah well maybe we just need to stop making all of these sequels i'm sorry revival films with the anticipation of we're going to do more after that because isn't that the worst thing too it just doesn't work (laughs) we'll also use the word reboot and you're like reboot implies it's a regurgitation of it's not a regurgitation it's a... no it's a it's a revival or reimagining yeah. or something like that and, <laughs> and so um oh, but boy. as far as my list goes it's probably not going to look very different from tanner's but i have a few little tidbits i'll add <laughs> um you know t2 is to use your ranking system cam is is absolutely a five out of five movie we've we've talked about it being the greatest action film of all time um <laughs> there's this one time that I was at work. I, I used to work at Montana State University in their film and photography department because I went to school Ooh. there. I was, I was a film major. I had graduated you go. a couple of years after I graduated. He calls me while I'm at work and he says, Michael, <laughs> you have a film degree. What's the greatest action movie of all time? I say, Terminator 2, obviously. Like, why, <laughs> why, why would you I ask? say anything else? Why would you ask? He goes, great, thanks. He hang, hangs up. And it turns out he was arguing with a coworker, and he's like, I need backup. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Damn. That's classic. Yeah. At least he felt validated. Yeah, no, yeah. He, he definitely won the argument. But this um, was before we had our podcast too. It was. You. This was we this was just I'm an out of the me. blue thing for Michael to answer. <laughs> Forums. Oh my god. Totally unprompted. But no, T2 is great. I mean, the, everything about it is wonderful from the action sequences, from the pacing and balance between action and drama, from the characterization of everybody in the film. I mean, Robert Patrick, mm-hmm. as you guys mentioned, makes an incredible T1000. He's scary and he's menacing and he's silent and that's part of what makes him scarier in some ways and the mute killer yeah and then you have like arnold's terminator Mm -hmm. totally flipping the script and becoming the hero and i remember showing the terminator movies to a buddy of mine years years later um and we watched them in order and we watched t1 he he liked it a lot he kind of liked horror so he was into it and then we got to T2, and there's that moment in the hallway where Arnold takes out the, the, the box of shotgun roses. out of the roses. <laughs> and made and, shotguns cool. And right. shoots the Terminator and not John. And my buddy's jaw dropped. I mean, he did not see it coming. <laughs> he had not somehow not yeah. been spoiled. Everyone was spoiled, even when the movie came out. But somehow right. he hadn't been. And he was just awestruck. And that's, you know, I had already known about the twist when I first watched the movie. But part of me felt that way when I first watched it. And to see it on his face was just so cool. And it's just a, a moment that I'll, I'll always remember. Um, it's an incredible film. And I would argue that, you know, it's not maybe James Karen's most successful film, but I do think it's maybe his best film. Oh, yeah. Um, and so that, that you know, that could be debated. One of the a million Avatar sequels could end up being the best one. But <laughs> I Avatar doubt 10 it. is better than T2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
from there, <laughs> I'll also give the Terminator a five out of five, just because based on the budget alone Love and you. and just <laughs> it's a horror movie and it's a slasher, mm -hmm. but it's a sci-fi movie and it's really unique and it's it's different. And Lance Henriksen is great in the movie. The flashbacks serve the story it. as opposed um, to filling yes. like budget limitations. Exactly, <laughs> and the whole time you're anxious whether you're in a flashback to the future or mm -hmm. you're in the present um, okay. of 1984 you're you're anxious to get no back to safe. <laughs> whatever story that you just came from and that's really cool that's a really cool um feeling for a filmmaker to capture that i don't think i don't think you feel that often watching movies nowadays you you'll watch a movie and be anxious for what's happening next in the same way. You know, every scene really means something right. in the Terminator. And I think that matters. Um, stakes feel high. There's yes. This, yeah. Very high. They feel high. The they plot feel line you just personal. don't care about. You just want to get to the good one or something, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Much like I can't imagine hearing Sergeant Pepper in 67 before, you know, it's so famous now. I cannot imagine sitting in a movie theater that I'll be back scene. Mm. Having no clue, it, it, it's played exactly. so great. You know, it. I mean, he, he obviously it's the the catchphrase all through the series. But the imagine seeing that for the first time, having no clue to what was going to happen, and that before it was spoiled by the system. Oh, it's just yeah. yeah. He drives a truck through the <laughs> yeah. But you know, he's going to go on taking some shopping and checking later, and then we go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> the timing it, it it's. It's so precise, you know. Yeah. Yes. So it's, oh, man. No, it's great. I had to throw that in there. No, it's good. It's true. With a four out of five, I would four point five. I'm sorry, out of five, I'd give the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Um, that show is it's the reason I started watching Terminator in the first place. It's um honestly That's such a cool reversal because usually right it's yeah. it's not usually that i had way. only action figures growing up as a <laughs> reference point as to something that's big you should go get it at your blockbuster you know yeah and <laughs> what's great about the sarah connor chronicles is it's just such a direct continuation from t2 mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like the fact that there's more terminators out there it doesn't feel like it negates t2 the showrunner made like it that way negates what they do. <laughs> yeah but it feels like when we pick up with Sarah and John on the run, and by the way, Thomas Decker is by far the best John Connor. See him He's like grow from the Eddie Furlong, John Connor, through the Nick Stahl phase, all the way to the Christian Bale, I am a leader and I know it phase. Mm -hmm. And and we That's see cool. all of that over the course of the show in a way we don't get to in the movies. And Nick Stahl, you, you had mentioned him, Cam. He does a great job. I love him as John Connor. I, in fact, his performance in that movie and his character arc in T3, I think, is a huge basis for what they did with John in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Mm -hmm. I don't think they would right. have handled him the same way had they not had that arc in T3. But Thomas Decker just has more – he has the um, the privilege of having more time as the character. We've been – talking about that episode or that series episode by episode on our show and we are almost mm -hmm. done and, and then you're going to be mad because then you're going to be like oh, i need more <laughs> it's true yeah. we we will be we're going to do a couple episodes on what a potential season three could have been and there's a Sweet. there's a ton of info out there so look out for that but um after that with the four out of five i give salvation i love salvation um <laughs> It's, it's yeah. as Tanner said, it's just different. It's it's so different than T3. It doesn't try to be T2. And 
there's moments of of kind of horror a little bit um that doesn't mm-hmm. quite get to the level of t1 because it, it does all take place during the day which maybe takes you out of it a little um but for the most part um it was great and yes it, it wasn't the future we had hoped for it doesn't all take place at night there's no laser guns all that but i think what makes it work for me is terminator salvation takes place in a futuristic 2018 and the future sequences yeah. we see in the first two movies are in the late 2020s. And so there's still time for that world to develop. And when they originally started that movie, they had hoped for a trilogy. And my guess is they would have gotten there by the end. Um, yeah, they didn't, sure. unfortunately, get to. There's like three failed Terminator trilogies out there. Yeah. <laughs> Salvation, Genesis, and Dark Fate. Like and none of them happened. And they all all the films suffer because of that. And I think that speaks to my earlier point of yep. when you're gonna do a revival film, focus just on that movie, which is what the 2018 Halloween does phenomenally well. Uh, and then their sequels fell flat. Um <laughs> I alongside that, I'd give T3 probably a three out of five. I really like T3. It's it's a solid movie for a long time. It was the most rewatchable one for me for some reason. I would just I could watch <laughs> it at any time and it it would be kind of like background noise, but I liked it. Um, I've since become a little more critical of it because of the podcast and just seeing the out out of place comedy and all that. Just doing your job. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. It's it's a good movie. I really do like it. I, I actually really like the end. I think it's really interesting. Um, ending yeah. with Judgment Day and and it being so rare for a blockbuster, right? You know, like other yeah, than the Matrix, so people weren't killing off everybody at the end <laughs> totally it's it, yeah the matrix and rogue one and like other than that it's like there's no movie where everyone dies <laughs> yeah. um yeah it's like dr strange love and beneath the planet of the apes you know, yeah uh, beneath the planet of the apes is yep. definitely yep. a good yeah, contrast <laughs> just like it does happen but, al- but along that uh train of uh, train of thought i would say 3.5 for the battle of cross time attraction as well i did actually get to see it at universal before it closed and i was so excited that i did my my biggest gripe with the other i love everything about it i love that all the cast from t2 come back i love that james cameron directed it it <laughs> feels like it's a real t2 sequel and that's so cool i mean it's it's additional footage that we wouldn't have gotten um mm-hmm. but there's a huge time travel error with them driving on the motorcycle through the time (laughs) bubble and arriving in the future with their clothes and the machinery still intact and i just i can't forgive it for that i'm like james you made the first two movies i don't think he cared but you made these movies you need to know this i'm sure he did he just was oh i'm sure yeah they have them naked and ride and shit like oh my god your eyes they had to shortcut some things yeah (laughs) they had to and and that's you know that's whatever you have to do what you have to do it's really exciting either way i I mean i would pay to see butt-ass naked people with shotguns shooting stuff (laughs) but i don't know (laughs) that's true i guess there's kids at universal they're like we can't do a rated cover your eyes we can allow you to see gory impalements but we can't have any nudity right (laughs) i don't actually think there's any blood in that move in that uh short either but no yeah. there's not because they um, upload it on youtube and do a whole yes film. Yep. but it's good it's it's solid it's a lot of fun um yeah. mm-hmm. and then from there i with three threes out of five i go back and forth on which one i dislike more genesis and dark fate i just for the reasons i've already mentioned um you know genesis tries so hard to be a marvel movie and it's yeah. just not a Marvel movie. And, it, it, you know, when you get a, a director like Alan Taylor, who who is talented in his own right, but 
who's known for directing a Marvel movie, uh, Thor The Dark World, and then you get him to do Terminator. Uh, it's what were you expecting? And I know he's also done Game of Thrones, so he has other backgrounds as well. But um, as far as feature films go, I mean, there's a reason why he hasn't really worked on another one since that movie killed him. And for yeah, good. I, I mentioned before, he did the awful Sopranos prequel. <laughs> right. Oh, yes, he did that. Yeah. Or you're like, um, wait, so the Sopranos were interested in war? I thought they were always about themselves. <laughs> I this, this well, doesn't make no sense. <laughs> and the idea of a Sopranos movie without James Gandolfini, which is obviously impossible, just you can't. You know, oh, and then they hype up. He was the core, have he was the core of that show. And then they don't use him. They're like, let's talk about his uncle, and let's talk about yeah, this. Yeah. And it's like, I get that they're they got a claim for being kind of an anti expect general expectation crime story but it's just like i i would rather just show how he became the character we all love and hate you know instead which of which they already did during the series they had several flashbacks there's episodes. that too yeah so yeah. it's just like some things are just you're good better We're good than this. Still, and yeah. that was awesome though and it was great it was a great show i did like leslie Odoms and leota i will give you that but i was like come on the one who played young Sylvia was incredible. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, two uh, honorable mentions for my Terminator list. One is, and it's not good, but I like it, so I'm going <laughs> to mention it, is the Superman versus the Terminator Death to the Future Woo! comic. Yeah, you read I have this? that comic. I used to have it as my computer's <laughs> wallpaper. It's the most dated but wonderful piece of Superman and Terminator comic book media that you can get your hands on. I mean, yeah. if you read Superman you comics at Superman, the time. you need to buy this. Yes, you, you do. And if and if you read Superman books at the time too, it, this is post death and return of Superman. So it's like all of those <laughs> characters are in this book because they were so popular at the time. Alternate and future. It's, it's <laughs> wild. It's it's not good, like I said, but it's it's fun. Also, it's the first appearance of the Terminatrix, even before T3, which is kind of fun. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. Super, super weird. Yeah. And then the other one is Terminator Salvation, the battle across, or the final battle, closes out the T3 Terminator Salvation timeline because it never got finished up, obviously. They never made any more movies in that universe after Salvation. And it it jumps forward in time and kind of closes it out. Um, there's some time travel involved. There's a bunch of future war stuff involved. It's... Sweet. It's fun. I, I really like it. It's it reminds me of Punisher Kills the Marvel Universe, even though that's sure, a, you know, what if equivalent. <laughs> sure. But uh it's it's good. So th we'll definitely be talking about those and Terminator Resistance, the video game on our show. Whoop, whoop. So. Never get to Terminator versus Popeye. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> You've got to go for Godzilla first. <laughs> I'm going way back oh, to my Jesus. childhood. Oh my god. <laughs> what would you even do? Uh blow him apart with a spinach gun? I'm yeah. <laughs> my container. I hope you guys can find other cool topics, even though again you've oh, covered yeah. almost everything so far. Absolutely. We got video games, and... comics, books, Arnold we movie special, almost terminator, could be a special on eraser. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back. Don't worry. Yes. Um, but I heard somebody talking about the Arnold Japanese commercials. Yes. One boy. Yeah, I've seen those. The energy drink. <laughs> yeah, those are yeah. wild, right? <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing them on Good. Conan O'Brien. I'm like, this can't be real. And then sure enough, <laughs> they're YouTubeable. And you found out that kind of like how every other 
TV sitcom or procedural star was doing like giallo or Italian mystery movies <laughs> back in the 70s because that's what they saw in art house theaters they're like I want to work with that guy let's do a spaghetti right. western and same deal here is like you would see people like Sean Connery and all these other guys do Ford commercials in like Switzerland or a serial ad you know <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, well Arnold has his own music video too that he actually sings a little bit in it oh boy I mean, he's in the Guns N' Roses video as the Terminator. Uh, no, it's completely different. No, he's actually singing with this other German um, song. Uh, Ryan, what's the artist's name? Do you remember? Oh, gosh, no. I don't remember Ramstein? the artist. I mean, but it's, um, it's Pump It Up, Don't Bring It Down Yeah, is the song. Pump It Up, yeah. So look it up. Yeah, Pump it's, it's, it's up, got Arnold. this guy sings and then Arnold raps kind oh, of. Oh, yes. <laughs> Motivation yeah. song, yes, I did see yeah. that briefly, and Catchy. then of course there's Arnold Cores and you know Arnold Cores, yeah, yeah. All these other and guys. Best. And don't forget, yakety yak, don't talk back. Oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would say that. That is people. way up there, in my Arnold list. <laughs> that is Arnold as a singer. Thank you. And he sings, uh, <laughs> he sings country at the end of Killing Gunther. If you've he seen does. that, oh. He does. Oh, oh wow! Oh, I don't remember no. the movie? I might have to rewatch it. <laughs> where where can we find uh, once again? Uh, no fate, a Terminator podcast on the interwebs. It's on Spotify for those who want to listen. It's also on got a website. Yeah, our website is nofatepodcast.com. You can find us on Spotify, uh, Apple, Amazon, pretty much anywhere you get your podcast. Not Stitcher anymore because that's gone. But right, who would have guessed? Mm. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. We're also on Twitter at No Fate Pod. So you can find us there as well. Yep. 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 Uh, this was Absolute Dynamite. Okay. So Arnold Radio News hit us. <laughs> yes. We are Arnold Radio News. Um, yep. Just find us on iTunes or any of those other podcast apps. Um, We've had so many great guests on. And yeah, we had some good ones. We had... Um, I ended uh, up checking out their podcast as well. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> They're very pop culture um, savvy. They're very 80s-ish. But yes, we do all kinds of things. Sometimes we'll do our own little like top five lists and uh, or or do a commentary on on uh, an Arnold movie or you know things like that. So... Yeah, we've been on a hiatus here, but but we're we're <laughs> gonna get back to it. All right. So I, I loved how you would always kind of. I mean, it's the <laughs> news, so you would always have various announcements back in the day, and it's fun looking at it even now. Yeah. It's like, wow, people were blabbing that nonsense online. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Thank you all. This was absolute dynamite, and I think we ended it just before yeah. the Skynet activated the missiles. So stay <laughs> <laughs> safe out there. <laughs> Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up-